this weekend. A lot of Trump supporters showed up in D.C. I don't know the full number because we've got we get a bunch of estimates from a, a bunch of different groups. Some Trump supporters are saying around 200,000. Some leftists were saying it was only 100,000. Some Trump supporters said there was over a million, apparently, on Twitter. I don't think that was correct. But at any rate, it was massive. And it resulted in a lot of violence because leftists showed up as they do and started attacking people. So I've actually, we, we got a couple people here today. But as we were preparing to start the show, and we are, we, we are, the first title we had was like, you know, leftist attack, MAGA families, because there were kids there. It was, it was crazy. We've, uh, a, a story popped up that's uh, it's breaking within the past hour. The Georgia recount has unearthed 2,600 uncounted ballots and 800 went to Trump. We've also got another story about Republicans getting a five to six percent boost in a recount. And I believe it was New Hampshire. So I think this is the, the, the more pressing, like breaking news, considering we're trapped in this, you know, election period. But it does play into exactly what's going on with all the violence. It's not going to stop there. There are leftist media publications saying the same thing. It's not going to stop. It doesn't matter if Trump wins or loses or Biden wins. It doesn't matter. It's going to keep happening. So we're going to talk about all this, and we'll, we'll start by talking about the current state of the election a little bit, and then we'll just segue right in. But uh, hanging out today is Jack Murphy. What's up, everybody? Jack Murphy Live. How you doing? He was supposed to come <laughs> next week, but you, you were down there on the ground. I was yeah. down there on the ground. So, I saw all the many, many thousands and thousands of flags and then tens of thousands of people, for sure. There was more people than I expected by a lot. There were more people down there than I remember seeing at the Washington Nationals World Series Parade. Wow. There were tons of people, and it was pretty lit. Red, white, and blue everywhere. Pledge of Allegiance, National Anthem. It was tremendous. We also have Jorge Ventura. Oh, yeah, you back. actually let's filmed the, the the video that Andy No shared, right? Yes, sir. Where that dude yes, gets sir. sucker punched, mm-hmm. and uh, Ian and I were arguing over this earlier because what happened is actually, you know what? Let's save this conversation. We'll we'll jump right into it. If you haven't already, smash the like button, subscribe, notification bell, and uh, shows live Monday through Friday, eight p.m. Okay, let, 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 let's just talk about. It. Okay, we've got this recount thing. I'll, we'll wait on this for a little bit so that people can start, you know, coming into the in, into the into the live show. But let's just talk about. What happened with this clip with Andy No to start things off? So Andy No posted, you may know him, he's a journalist, he's on Twitter. He posted this clip where there's this, this guy, looks, seems to be a Trump supporter, and someone comes up behind him and sucker punches him from behind, just knocking him out to the ground. And then some people start kicking his face, like kicking him in the head. They pick him up and this dude's gone, man. He's just like out of it. He's bleeding. And then all of a sudden, Andy No starts trending on Twitter because these leftists were like, show the full clip. You didn't show the full clip. And so then people start sharing this longer version that shows this guy who got sucker punched walking up to the leftist and the guy with the bullhorn and swinging at him and shoving him saying, see, he started the fight. And you see, that wasn't even the full clip either. The full clip was that a couple guys tried leaving uh, and the cops wouldn't let him. So they were forced to walk through the crowd and the crowd harassed and, and swung at him and shoved him and attacked him for like, a couple blocks. It's, it's like one really long block. You can see this video. And these guys are even begging, like, please, like, we're not doing it. We're, we're trying to leave. Doesn't matter. They're getting up in their space. They're hitting them, shoving them. Finally, they turn a corner. This guy came and started defending people, it would seem. I'll ask you, like, mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense. Because I watched the full thing from start to finish. But this is what happens. Andy No posts his clip saying, dude, this guy got sucker punched. The left claims he's purposefully taking it out of context when I think he was just trying to highlight the sucker punch. Then they only show an out-of-context clip, not explaining why it was this guy confronted this group, but it seems like this guy was trying to defend people who were being attacked. Is that true? Is that? Yeah. So basically just what, what happened to him is, um, you know, 
the the regular event happened it was you know peaceful like jack was saying it was thousands of of, of people there i mean i would Hundreds? i'm guessing yeah i would say maybe like half a million and really um yeah it was it was it jack was a lot of no. no. i mean i'm not an expert on this meaning no i'm not an expert but it, it was that. more than a hundred i would grant a hundred thousand people that I, I, I would say um you know started off the event you know regular people marching showing their support for trump and um around two or three i call this journalistic in- instinct was i said i should probably make my way down to black lives matter plaza because if there's anything that's gonna happen it's gonna happen at that plaza Soon as I arrived at the plaza, I filmed this uh, video where uh, what what originally caught my attention was this, it's a family that was supporting Trump. You know, they had like their, their Trump gear on. They're walking through the uh, Black Lives Matter plaza. As they're walking through, I was speaking to another reporter. But what caught my attention about the family was that the that their that their daughter had her head down and she was really in distress. She was crying and, and she was shaking. So I was like, okay, hold on. So I turned my camera on and focused on her. And as soon as I did that. These Black Lives Matter supporters start approaching the family, yelling at them. That's when the mom grabs her daughter and pulls her in close. And basically, a, a, a huge clash happened. And then, um, then one of the Black Lives Matter, you know, supporters they push the dad onto that daughter, so that she like hits this concrete slab that was there. She's crying. It was, you know, it was an emotional scene. It was even tough as a reporter to document that because there were there were kids involved. Um, so originally what the, what the cops did then after that, that event was that they said, all right, what we're going to do is we're going to shut off every street into Black Lives Matter Plaza to stop the Trump supporters from colliding with, with the, uh, Black Lives Matter supporters, which originally was a great idea. And, but what happened was is that these Trump supporters then couldn't get through to their hotel. So then what I did is I walk up to a police line. This is on I and 16th street on Black Lives Matter Plaza. And, uh, the guy's name is Christopher. Now that I found that he actually ended up DMing me on Twitter. Him and his wife and I believe a couple other of his uh, uh, people in his group are begging the the cops, please let us through. And at, before they even walk up to the police line, they were already getting harassed. They walk up to the police line. The police do, don't let them through. And he says, no, you got you to go around. As soon as the, the police, um, you know, turn them around, they get attacked. As they're getting attacked, the police line is just looking at them, letting this happen. Um, that's when I filmed the uh, African-American female with that with the orange shower cap or bonnet whatever you want to call it she she punches a dude from the behind these people were, were scared for their lives they kept saying like look we just want to get back to our hotel so they're getting attacked and then that's when um they kind of walk down the street and then that's when we see that gentleman with this uh, long black uh shirt on orange riding he like comes in and kind of like tries to defend this group that's when we see him take the microphone away then he like pushes that guy on the ground i believe he like even stepped on his head and then that's when the uh, group kind of closed in on him and at the, at this time still with all this commotion police are not stepping in then the guy gets sucker punched by uh it was the african-american gentleman with the uh trump pence out now uh sign the guy gets knocked out and then another individual comes in and uh takes three steps on his head and then they, then they finally pick him up and then take him to the police line. Then the police get involved. So um, it was just like a, a hectic situation. I think what, what people didn't understand, maybe who weren't there and, you know, the whole out of context thing is that these Trump supporters were getting attacked on their way to their hotel. They were literally just mining their business. They were literally pleading with the police if they could let be, be let through. And the police basically uh, kind of, you know, from my uh, perspective, they failed these people because they didn't even not only did they point them to the wrong direction, but at least escort these people to their hotel i mean the, these police are from dc it's no secret what's going on in the political yeah. atm- atmosphere but um yeah tim i think uh i think uh it was just a hectic situation i think people don't don't understand the full you, you saw the response to andy no's tweet though right yep yeah, is, it, is, it, is it fair to say that the left response with this with a short clip was also out of context it was also out of context i think what the left doesn't understand is let's say that guy comes in and 
you know, pushes his man in the microphone. It still doesn't excuse you to literally brutally knock out this guy, then stomp on his head. Um, I mean, he kicked yeah. some dude in the head too, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 he I took was on the whole mob. He fought a bunch of guys. He yeah. swung and went yeah. into the crowd and back and out and back and out again. And, and look, I, 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 and I don't know this for sure, but from just being there, I'm assuming that that guy saw those people getting attacked, Definitely. saw that they were being yeah. ganged up on, saw that they were ripping the Trump flag, and I'm assuming he just got sick of it and wanted it to step in. And, or it seemed uh, like he was protecting them. As, yeah. as, as he engaged with them, the family got away. Yeah. So you, you have a family, the police won't let them through. I think it's funny too. I think a lot of, uh, a lot of Trump supporters, people who don't live in big cities, don't realize how police are going to treat you. And they think they can walk up to the cops and be like, howdy officer, my hotel's right there. And the cop says, I don't care. Get out of my face. Right. In fact, I'm sure, I'm sure some of these people get a rude awakening with the cops even just shoving them or saying shut up or not even responding to them. Cause you know, if you're from a city, you probably get it. If you're in a protest, cops going to be like, don't care at all. The, those cops don't know who the protesters are. They don't know who the Trump supporters are. They don't know what they're protesting. They don't know what they're supporting. Don't care. Got orders. Nobody goes through. Done. Yep. You could be a journalist. Hmm. You, doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I, I watched them arrest a guy in a suit at Occupy Wall Street who was walking out of a bodega with an orange Fanta. It was like a famous story that happened. He walks out and, he, and there's a crowd of protesters and he's like wearing a suit and he's all just like, oh, this is crazy. They arrest him and he's freaking out like, what's going on? Apparently, he showed up to court screaming about how he was at work, went outside to go grab a soda from the bodega, and then the cops arrested him, even though he's clearly not a protester. So I have some extra color on that story. So I was down in Black Lives Matter. I was down there. My job that day was to record, but also scout. That was what I wanted to do. I wanted to go on the fringes, be up in front, and just see where Black where Antifa was going to be, what the plan was, who, how and when they were going to maybe assault people. And I had been tweeting for days beforehand. Safety alert. Please stay in the suburbs. Please, at night, go back to the suburbs. Arlington's very close. Jack Posobiec tweeted out. Ali Alexander did. We tried to warn people. Like, we legitimately tried to warn people and i think people got the message i mean that one tweet was seen by like a half a million times so like people saw it so i went to black lives matter plaza after the march had gone from freedom plaza all the way down to supreme court i walked all the way back and the guy who knocked out this guy in question i was there he approached me it must have been a half hour an hour before that incident and he was like just insane the leftist guy the leftist guy who knocked the dude out at the registered sex offender registered sex offender he was insane he was looking for people to assault he came up to me like he was gonna get me i had a security guard with me that day he just stepped in and pushed the guy back he kind of like looked and he was like yeah maybe not (laughs) the antifa guys that that accosted me the previous week at the other riot where the cops saved me they were there they recognized me they were all like scheming getting ready to see what they could do to me um, but the cops did save me that one night. So like, it's kind of, yeah, but there, yeah. Was, there was like, it was imminent and I was ganged up by like 30 people and I was the only one there. But anyway, those people were there looking, looking to assault people, looking to harass people, looking to hurt people, not looking to protest, not looking to make a chant. They were looking for violence. And this was a conversation we we're having earlier. There's, there's definitely BLM down there. There's definitely Antifa down there. There's definitely just sort of rando lefties down there, but there's also just random thugs. Yeah. Right. People like, who just want violence. People Feels good. Who just they like want it. violence. And uh, that incident was horrible to see. And then did you see some chick, some lady stole his phone too at yeah. the very wow. end? It was on, it was on film. Yeah. He's face down, blood coming out of his face, and the girl steals his phone. So if, if I could add to him, basically, um, that guy gets knocked out. He, he, he gets taken to the cops. And then the commotion is still ongoing. We then basically wrap around the street 
And then we see an elderly couple walking back to their hotel. And then that's when we see this group attack that couple, try to steal their Trump wow. flag. Oh, yeah. Hey, big props to, to that older, that older yeah, lady she because she hung held on to it. Yeah. Onto it. She, she didn't give it up. And then they were, they were literally attacking this elderly couple. You could hear one of the guys, um, you know, yelling at them saying, you're so lucky the cops are not here. I would, you know, beat the F out of you, whatever. And it was just, crazy to like just you know sit you know being there and documenting that and then one of the uh females who, who stole the phone uh i believe she had also had a taser she was actually trying to tase kaylin from scriber news oh who, wow. who who was just on on, yeah, on, the, on, on the show she was trying to tase him um unsuccessfully thank god and then um basically everything was happening so fast me and kaylin kind of went to the side and then we told the cops hey we have all the video footage of the assault they were the ones responsible so i, I do want to credit the dc police in this area because they saw our footage right away and then made the arrest like in wow. real time in in front of me and Kaylin's faces, so they they made they made the arrest of the individuals who were responsible for the uh, for the assault. I believe they got like two or three that are are, are wanted, but um, the folks who were you know heavily involved, they arrested them there in real time. I believe the uh, the two males who were arrested did have weapons on them. The female had a taser. Then we found out that one of the uh, men were already a registered sex offender. So thanks to Andy No for getting that information. But uh, cops said they found but, several, but, several guns but, as well. But, but oh yeah, they recovered like but, I think ten, seven, ten, seven, ten. ten. Yeah, but it makes you. But it makes yeah. you think, Tim, that like, you know, I don't want to, this is not me taking any credit or, or killing for us, but it's just like, if me and Ken aren't there to like pressure the cops to arrest these people showing that we have video evidence and that we, and prove that we are credentialed media, you know, these people would have got away and just would have kept doing that all night. So these videos are crazy, man. Uh, you have this massive crowd of Trump supporters, but as night falls and the numbers start thinning out, then these leftists and just like Jack was saying, violent people looking for a fight. Yeah. Get to come out and do whatever they want. You can see, see the look in their eyes. Too. Yeah. That guy in particular, yeah. I was chest to chest with him moments before he assaulted that guy. You could see it in their eyes. They're just crazed. I, I went just down looking to hurt. Somebody. I went down. I'll add to this. This is great. Um, we were down there. Andreas and I went down, walked around. So we did the parade during the day, walked up and down, had lunch with some of the InfoWars people. And then we were out. It started to get dark. Went over to Black Lives Matter Plaza. And dude, it was like Tim's metaphor is great. It's like, you ever play a game where there's a horde mode? But it glitches and you get in the back room where the horde's waiting before they get standing released. Around. Just a bunch of people like standing there, not making yep. noise, not saying anything. <laughs> like they're not protesting. Chilling. Dudes would be like just sitting there looking at you with their other all black. And so it, it felt like a horde was about to be unleashed. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I used to do like I used to design games when I was younger. And when we would create uh, when you create bad guys like in, in, video, in a video game you're playing, right? A bad guy comes to the door and he runs at you. There's actually, you can't see it behind this is probably just a big empty space where they drop all of the various bad guys. And then they have a scripted queue where it's like at this interval with this trigger, they come out. And if you ever glitch through it, they're all just standing there mindlessly doing nothing. And that's what Ian was describing. I was like, dude, sounds like you went into the back area before the, you know, horde mode started yeah. and all these dudes just waiting there, not just like getting ready to go. It was a tweet from Jack Murphy that said, all my MAGA friends get out of DC. Nothing good is going to come. Yeah. This way. And I'm not MAGA, but I read that. Like, I think I'm going to, I think I'm yeah, going to. Yeah. So, so Jack Posobiec too was sending tweets like, get out of the city, get out of the city. Well, well, I think it's, uh, certainly this was, uh, not the worst you've ever seen. Well, it's definitely not the worst, but it was the one that, um, I think kind of just shocked me because it was the first time that I've seen actually like children involved in just like elderly couples. So it was maybe the, may the worst. Yeah. So I think for that was a, a, a shocker. And I think, um, I think it'd be good to talk about it now. But, you know, seeing, um, just like that little girl crying and holding on to her sister, then the, you know, her dad pushed onto her and she was just, you know, in fear for her life. You have all these 
grown adults yeah. screaming at them. And, um, you know, to be honest, Tim, that, that moment took like a, a mental toll uh, on me because right after that situation happened, then the brutal knockout happened, seeing the guy get stomped out, then seeing the elderly couple uh, get threatened. Um, you know, for me as a reporter, I think, I don't know, it, it never really happened to me where it just was like, it was almost like enough was enough. I was at a point where it's like, I don't even know how much more I could show my audience anymore of, of, of what's going on. And you, I just, uh, it was know, just too much for me. You know, they attacked a caravan of Trump supporters in New York. And I think it was a woman. She went to a car and pepper sprayed kids, the kids in the car. She's, she yeah. just started spraying. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, these people are deranged. So, you know, I think there were people who voted for Joe Biden thinking that things will go back to normal. Everything's going to go back to normal. It's not going. No. There's no normal. This stuff's going to get crazier. Imagine if the only reason you did vote for Biden was to put an end to the unrest. And now you've just gotten rid of the only guy who said, I will exactly. stop this. Exactly. What's right, interesting yeah. to me is that this is now Joe Biden's America. If this yeah. is your president-elect, this is what your president-elect has come up with. Not, it's not just that. It's that Joe Biden should have come out and said, I didn't. I reject this violence right. on, the, on the Trump yeah. support. Right. I'm, I'm going to be the president. No, he didn't do it. Biden didn't. Did he say anything about it? Not that I Nothing. Saw. Nothing. Dude. He's not going to be the president for all Americans. He's going to be the president for his base. The, the, there's two, as, as Brian Stelter likes to say of CNN, <laughs> alternate realities. Ugh. Although he said, I'm not going to say alternate reality because they live in fictional reality. <laughs> okay, bro. I think you, you live in a fictional reality too. But it, it is true, man. I read the news all day. And it really is. When we talk, I, I, Scott Adams put it, puts it better. It's, what do you say, one screen with two different movies playing yep. at the same time. And, now, and, and they're two different Americas, Tim. I've been to, to both political campaigns. And I mean, just even the voters, it's a completely different America when you're hanging out with, with each one. You know what? You know, the, the, the left likes to say, oh, Tim talks about civil war too much. Mother Jones put out an article saying our political civil war will just keep getting worse. Definitely. Like that's Mother Jones. They're a leftist, or, and they're right. saying political civil war. Okay, well, what do you call it when people are beating, like attacking kids and pepper yeah. spraying kids? Here's a question for you: In 1968, did we say there was a civil war afoot when the violence at the Democratic convention? I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering. You I know? was too because like, I actually just said no, that Jorge but feels that's like 68. Well, but that's different. That's that. That was the police versus protesters. This is we're talking about two different realities where the, yeah. where the news on one side is saying Biden is president elect. Kamala Harris hasn't even resigned her Senate seat, has she? No. <laughs> Not that I know of right now. No. I think a lot of people hated Nixon in, in uh, 68. I mean, No, was, for sure, for sure. And then you had the Kent State shootings. Like the, 70. Things were really, really bad. And the weather underground and the bombings all over college campuses and stuff like that. And, and you know, yeah. this is going to continue. The, uh, one election of Trump or election of Biden wasn't going to change. I've been trying to prep people for this, this notion that this is, this is just one small skirmish, the presidency, the election for the president, yep. one small skirmish in a, in a conflict that has been going on and building for better, more than 10, 15, 20 years now is going to keep going. This, these are these are giant tectonic plates at work. These are you know, not, not little things that yeah. can be fixed in a minute. So there's there's this uh, uh, research program called Transparency Tube, where they basically try and like uh, sort all the different YouTube channels, and they say that anti woke is right wing, mm. meaning you can be a socialist. But as long as you think critical race theory, Antifa, the violence is the worst thing affecting our country, they'll call you right wing. That's that's the current like the the point is, it seems like nothing makes sense in terms of who's on whose side other than the tribes have been drawn. And like, like I said uh, earlier too, Tim, we're we're living in the in the realignment. Um, like I said, that moment kind of hit me when 
you know, I'm on Black Lives Matter Plaza just doing my regular reporting, and then I just see, you know, all the uh, liberals and everyone just celebrating Joe Biden's victory. They're popping champagne. And for me, I was like, you guys are popping champagne for the guy who voted us into the Iraq war, you know, who was a vo- vocal advocate for that war, then took us from two wars to, to seven. I'm like, what is going, what, what are we watching right now? Now, now the right wing is anti-war. You know, I don't, it's just the, it's just the, the total realignment yep. that we're living through. It's the, it's the weirdest. The, the, the people trying to quantify YouTube channels, bless their hearts. Like, there's no real way to do it. You can, you can straight up be like, I'm all for universal healthcare, but man, these, these violent, you know, rioters are dangerous and, and the critical race theory is a horrible, horrible problem. And they'll be like, that's right wing. It's like, so, so who do I vote for? Cause the Republicans aren't going to be in favor of progressive policy. It's like one of the craziest things about it is they said that if you were one sided on the issue of Brett Kavanaugh or like mm. migrant caravans, and I'm like, so telling the truth about Brett Kavanaugh is right wing. That's nuts. Yeah. That's a- where we're at. Anything that you do to protect, perpetuate the male dominated patriarchy that's oppressive to women and minorities. <laughs> no, that's true, right? It's like you're either racist or anti-racist. You're either feminist or you're an anti-feminist. You're, you're either progressive or you're anti-progressive. You're, you're doesn't, p- doesn't, doesn't the natural conclusion of this just become war? Yes. Well, I think we're already at war. And that was but like it's me, this- when me and you met, it was the first conversation we had that night. It was, I feel like this is war weariness that people are going crazy, psychological problems, getting kids, sex changes when they're six years old. It just seems like people are going psychotic, going nuts. And I think it's because we've been at war for 20 years yeah. and we're not talking about it enough. It's, it's honestly it's the not, full blown culture war. Now. It's, it's, it's the cultural war. Yeah. It's not about, look, I'm, I'm, I'm mad about, you know, our, our excursions in the Middle East, but this is about, there's been something happening. And it's probably a lack of trust in media, I think, started it. You know, uh, conservatives particularly knew that they weren't getting fair framing. And that's where it starts. Yep. Framing, right? So Donald Trump throws the food into the Koi pond. And then everybody makes fun of him saying, what's he doing? You're supposed to put a little bit. What a moron. Literally, the camera framed it that way. Because when you zoomed out and watched the full footage, Trump was just doing what uh, uh, Shinzo Abe was doing. He just did. He's like, when in Rome, you know, oh, he threw the food and I'll throw the food next. They framed it a certain way. So conservatives see that and say that wasn't true. That was falsely framed. So they stopped watching. Now it's getting even crazier where Fox News, their ratings are dropping like crazy. They're burning subscribers as people move to Newsmax. Greg Kelly on Newsmax is getting a million viewers at night. Yep. This, is, this is rivaling now some of the biggest news networks. It's massive. Brian Stelter gets all angry. He's like, this is a threat to democracy, these disparate realities. And it's like, Within reason, yes. I think the bigger threat is that the mainstream media has given up on telling us the truth. Like, how many of these outlets report on the fact that kids were being attacked in in, in D.C.? I, I haven't seen. I'm, I'm being honest. I haven't seen it. So like, people know if you want to know the yeah. truth, you can't go to these networks. And so naturally, they're going to go to places like Newsmax. Well, only, or some, here. only some people know that. Right? I haven't seen Washington right. Post even mention not one of those of attacks. Not. Yeah, no. And that's why I go out in the streets, man. That's why you're out there, too, is because somebody has to be there to show, to witness. That's what they confront me on the street. Who said you want? Who said you want? And I'm like, bro, I'm, li- I'm here to witness. Yeah. Witness, like, uh, witness like, what? Just, just to witness. Like, Tim, if I was out there and it was Trump supporters beating up and stomping Black Lives Matter people, I would show the, the public, like, hey, this is what Trump supporters are doing. Right. Um, yeah, because you're not it, a political dude. Yeah, and it, but it, it, it wasn't that. And see, see, but bro, this is what's funny. When, when we had you on the first time, uh, it, you were with the, the riot squad, right? Yeah. So like Richie and Shelby. And you were like, oh, I'm not, I'm not really political. I don't know a whole lot about this. And it's like, 
bro, if you come out and start saying, man, these, these leftists were attacking people, boom, you're right wing. Yep. That's it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm already, I'm already labeled with it. So, uh, might as well write a full, full send. Right, right, Jack? Full send. <laughs> no cap. No cap. Full send. So let's, 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 let's do this. Let's, let's jump into this talk about the election, what's going on, yep. because we got some, we got a couple bits of breaking news. The first is that Georgia recount unearths more than 2,600 uncounted ballots in Floyd County, and it, it gave a net gain of 800 votes to Donald Trump. It still leaves Biden in the leap. This is one county. I'm not sure these kind of changes are going to be enough to push Trump over the edge. It's one county again, 800 votes. Maybe, maybe there's something going on. We had a story. This is, this, this is really crazy out of, I think it was New Hampshire, where they did a hand recount and found a five to six percent bump for yeah. the Republicans. The Democrats, 0.5 percent. One guy got minus two. How does that happen? Like th- what they were saying was, when they when they when they started hand recounting, the machine didn't scan some of these ballots, and so they're like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." Just so happened that there were ten times more Republican than Democrat, and somehow a Democrat, the machine scanned more votes for the Democrat when they weren't for the Democrat. Why is it always going in one direction? Right, that's what's getting weird. But apparently, I saw someone in the chat say this. Trump tweeted something out. Adam Paul Lixall. Let's see, is he gonna tell us who this guy is? He's uh, just a verified Twitter user. Said. The Clark County Commission just threw out an election that represents almost one sixth of the total votes cast in Clark County because there were too many discrepancies to be sure that the results in that election can be certain. One hundred fifty three thousand votes in this election. So I'm not sure if that's the presidential one or or, or what that is. But uh, Trump says big victory moments ago in the state of Nevada, the all Democrat county commissioner race on the same ballot as president just thrown out because of large scale voter discrepancy. Clark County officials do not have confidence in their own election security. This is crazy. They look at uh, Megan Messerly says Clark County Register Joe Gloria on the Clark County Commission District C race. Quote, we have found discrepancies that we can't explain that would cast a doubt on whether or not that margin of victory is solid. If that's in the same ballot, if that's in the same ballot for president, what about all those votes? You can't just say one of the votes didn't make sense. The ballots themselves are yeah. in question. So, so what, can I just check with you? If I did the math correctly, and it turns out that all of these ballots are wrong, and they're five point six percent in Trump's favor, would that not be like a massive victory for him? Yes. Okay. If 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 what we see in this this New Hampshire race, where the Republicans got a big boost around five percent, it was only several hundred votes because it was you know very small uh, you know small areas, small communities, relatively small. But if that translate even even half, if Trump got two percent across the board on average, oh, landslide easily. He'd win like uh, a ton of states. He'd win all the swing states. In my book about 2016 election, I interviewed somebody who worked as a uh, she was in the Democratic Party at the time and she caucused for Bernie. And she described to me all of the nonsense that went on in Clark County. Clark County is like gangster central when it comes to elections dude like bernie's office got shot up that year what was, yeah there was right there was yeah look it up bernie's oh. office jamie fact check me okay. yeah yeah <laughs> bernie right, bernie's office got shot up in clark 2016 county. in clark county there was basically like a riot on the floor of the state level caucus for president Whoa. they think they they those folks claimed that they like shut down all the parking lots in the whole area. They wouldn't let casino workers off work that day so they could go caucus. They made it very difficult. They changed the rules of the caucus on the floor with like, there was all kinds of things that went on. Clark County, they hustle to get the votes that they want, right? Like they really do. Clark County is actually, you know, Las Vegas was, was seeded by people from the East. 
right? Like right. casinos yeah, and yeah, gangsters yeah. and stuff. So no shocker there, really. It's just like East Coast corruption exported out to the West. Yeah. And that's voter suppression. And then, then we got Sidney Powell coming in hard with Dominion, uh, which would be considered, I guess you'd call that fraud. So there's like suppression, fraud, there's Different discrepancy. Well, there, there, uh, Democrats actually wrote a letter to Dominion in December of 2019 mm-hmm. concerned about the potential for voter fraud, notably switching votes. So this has long been known about. The Democrats were actually setting it up to challenge it if they lost. Now that it's looking like Joe Biden... There, mum's the word. Not going to say anything. Was it? Was it just a meme that I saw? But it, was it just like a fake Dominion logo? Because yes. okay, that was fake. Yeah, the one with the two different. It was hysterical. Colors. It said yeah. like Dominion changing the way people vote or something yeah, like that. So, and then there was like red <laughs> ones going in and blue ones coming blue out. Came out <laughs> changing the way. It looked yeah. like it could have been a legit <laughs> logo. It was I, really funny. I had to look it up because I was like, this can't be real. Can't right? be real. It's only the red one going in. There's not a blue one coming out. That's the so, so, ch- so check this out. Trump is tweeting about Clark County. Oh, snap. They're saying there's okay. 100, 153,000 votes in this in this county. It's a Democrat county, right? Is that what you're saying? Uh, you know, I don't know, but I, I think it is. I think Trump was saying that, right? We just, no. we, we just read yeah, it. I mean, city, so if they city. throw this out, it's going to be Trump wins Nevada. That would be amazing. But what they're saying is, so I've got this uh, this tweet thread from Megan Messerly. She is uh, the NV Indy, a reporter. She says, Clark County Registrar Joe Gloria notes that the only race they have an issue with is the commission district C race because of the 10 vote margin. That's the only race in the entire election we have any concern related to the outcome, and it's because of the margin. Clark County Commissioner Tick Segerblom is pressing the point that if there is a recount, the same discrepancies would still be present. A recount does not address those discrepancies. They're now discussing the fact that Clark County could set up a special election for just one particular race to rerun the election if it doesn't certify the results. It sounds like there are essentially two routes. Either the Clark County Commission could make a decision on the revote today, or they could certify the results of the election. Stavros Anthony takes the matter to court, and a court could order a revote. Clark County Registrar Joe Gloria says there is no election that goes without identified discrepancies. The issue here is the margin of victory. Gloria says they go through to ensure the discrepancies are smaller than the margin of victory, which isn't true in this case. Clark County Commissioner Larry Brown is now amending his motion, asking the Clark County Register to come back at their first meeting in December with options for a special election in the race. Gloria says the cost of a special election depends on how the election is held, yada, yada, yada. Then they say Clark County Commissioner, uh, Commission Chair Malin, Marilyn Kirkpatrick, what is going to happen to the people who voted twice? I hope that we're going to go after them, she says. Gloria says the cases will be referred to the SOS for investigation. People voted twice. She's saying that people voted twice. Okay, then why would it only be an issue with one race? Is there is there is there something I'm missing? I think I think what, who, who said insane, this? Man. Trump said Trump said this, right? That uh, on the same ballot as the president. Hundred and, and this guy, Adam Paul uh, Laxalt, says one hundred and fifty three thousand votes in this election. How can they keep any wow. of those ballots if one of those races gets thrown out? That's got to be grounds yeah. for for a legal team to be That'd like, be dude, no way. Yeah. If they're saying they're throwing out one race because of dupe, like someone voted twice, the whole thing's got to be dirty. What do you do? Do you revote? Nevada can't be certified. There's a lot of smoke. There's a lot, lot of smoke. smoke. There's a lot of smoke. But you know, it's funny. I mean, and not to put a wet blanket on any of this. If you, do- I, I just got to stop you real quick. Oh. Twitter didn't flag Trump's tweet. What? This tweet Wait, from what? Trump is not flagged. Whoa. Yep. Just below it. Trump says, no, let's not fall into that trap. 
Let's not fall into that trap <laughs> I want of, to, of, dis- of letting Twitter it's not, it's, inform us as what's not the issue. That's not the issue. The issue is Twitter is willing to flag any and everything. True. But they couldn't do this one. Right. Because this one's it's legit. It's certainly true. Yeah. So, so let's, listen, listen, here's what and, I'm saying. And the New Hampshire one, too. Was it Twitter? Yeah. Twitter set the standard. If Twitter wants to be the arbiter of truth here, well, okay, Twitter, you got me. You're the one who gets the flag misinformation. This one's not flagged. It must be true. Boom, done. End of story. Nailed that is it. true. <laughs> yeah. Every, Twitter wants to play games. Every election, there's stuff like this going on. And if you took a deep look, you would find discrepancies and double countings and mail-in ballot fraud and all kinds of stuff in every election that ever happened, ever. That being said, this is the one that really matters to me. So I say we dig in really deep <laughs> and yeah, take a look. For sure. Of course. Yeah. But this would flip Nevada for Trump. It's it, so huge, yeah. it's still not enough. Trump needs three yeah, states. I'm, I'm, you know, it's really funny, man. I don't know if you guys see the Jesse Waters segment he did on the election. He says it do, something doesn't feel right. Biden wasn't campaigning. He was hiding in the basement, calling lids for for a week, disappearing, yeah. and all of a sudden now he's up. Something doesn't feel right. The biggest vote total in the history of more American than politics. Obama. More than Obama. Yep. This is something That's I insane. do not understand. Like why? How, how did he do nothing the, and then come the out? The only thing that ahead? I could maybe add, yeah. Tim, just from being on the ground, is before the George Floyd situation happened. When I would interview um, people on the left, you know, obviously a lot of people are Bernie supporters, Bernie voters. When I would say, "Hey, would you be voting for Biden?" In this upcoming election, they would all say, absolutely not. We're going to either hold our vote, kind of like the way they did in 2016. Yeah. Then as soon as the George Floyd thing happened, all these progressives said, we're basically just going to be voting for Biden because he's, he's not Trump. So I'm not saying yeah. that yeah. one reason went over 70. But I think one thing that wasn't talked about in mainstream news, and I think you can't really pull it, was there was a Black Lives Matter vote. There was There were people that literally voted off just that issue, nothing else. Black Lives Matter net support is lower now than it was last year, according true. to ci- civics. So that is true, yeah. polling of hundreds of thousands of people found that just before the George Floyd incident, their net support was around like 10 or so percent, meaning like compared to opposition. So all in all, it was, I think the total support in the country was just under like, it was like 40 or so percent or something like that. Or No, I think it was like 47. It skyrocketed after George Floyd yeah. and then plummeted, yeah, plummeted after the riots. So their net support has actually dropped. So I'm not... I'm yeah, it, it dropped almost like ten points just in uh, right. the state of uh, Wisconsin with the whole Kenosha situation. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm not convinced that was uh, the driver, but I do yeah. think it's fair to say people don't like Trump. There's a lot of yeah. people who don't like the guy, and I talk to my friends, and they don't know anything about politics, yep. but they know everything about pop culture. So they're like, I just don't like this man. The only thing they know is you know Kim Kardashian sold something, and they know like Kanye wanted to run for president, and then they heard about Trump and said Trump is bad, and so they they That's go and it, vote. Yeah. They go and vote. They never watched The Apprentice. <laughs> no, I guess yeah, not. Did you ever follow up on the guy that was running or training for the Olympics that got voted for? So that this is a story that appeared on Laura Ingram, where a guy who was training for the Olympics got called by what's the, the Voter Integrity Fund, the guy uh, uh, Matt, Matt Brainerd. You oh yeah, him. oh yeah. Okay, yeah. What happened with that? So they called this dude. His name is Nashon Garrett. He's training for the Olympics in Tennessee. He's from Arizona, but oh, he moved yeah. there five yep. months ago. Yep. Changes his address. Voted in Tennessee because he's going to be in the Olympics. Yep. He's, this guy is, is is not some random dude who got a phone call. This guy's got a Wikipedia entry. He's a he's a well known college wrestler. He's like apparently like really good. So he appeared on Laura Ingram. He said he got a phone call from the Voter Integrity Fund asking if he had requested a mail-in ballot in Arizona. Well, no, of course not. I'm in Tennessee. Did you vote? No, I voted in Tennessee. 
Boom. So, so who did it? I'm interviewing, I'm interviewing Matt Brainerd again on Thursday. Oh, cool. They told me, uh, I talked to the, his people today. They told me they've got a lot of stuff to report. They're feeling very good about their results. I don't know if it's going to be hundreds of thousands right. or whatever, but you know, if it's 10, 20, 30, you get guys like this, a so prominent, free certifications. actual, legit person. Yeah, definitely yeah. a prominent. Yeah, that's, you know, this guy, he's got a Wikipedia page, yeah. man, for his, <laughs> but uh, look, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's, there's standards, not that Wikipedia is a good, the best source, especially right now, but there are standards for what qualifies. This guy is a college wrestler who's won a bunch of things and generated press because of it. And he's going to be in, a, he's, he's training for the, he's going to be in the Olympics. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. So this is like, this go, this, this is the kind of guy that could be on, on, a, on a Wheaties box. You didn't this t- is not you didn't, some random thing. We had that thing on Twitter just a couple of days ago, the whole Maiden Gate. And if, I don't know, I don't know enough about that though, but. And it was like just turning on Twitter. It was, a uh, um, th- this one kind of like activist journalist found that like if you're a woman and then if you were previously married in another state in this whole situation and it's, it's just compiling in so, them. So I'm careful with that stuff. Yeah. I, I, I am too. Too much am, random Twitter she got people. Zapped for that. But, yeah. But, but no, yeah. but more importantly, if, if we see on the voter integrity fund, they're doing phone calls, right? This is, he, they've already reported they found thousands, like in each state, of people who changed their addresses to different states, but still voted. Here's the crazy thing. So, so this is the kind of thing where it's like we have definitive proof. Tweets, I can't really do right, much no, with, right? But I check agree. this out. If this dude, Nashawn, uh, Nashawn Garrett, I think, yeah, right. If he didn't vote and he's publicly saying, wasn't me, somebody voted in my name and it wasn't me. Think about all of these these numbers because Matt Brainerd said they found like 8,000, 10,000, 14,000 in each of these states. You may have moved because of COVID, but then they still, because you're still registered and it was only a few months ago you moved, right? Right. So the mail-in ballot comes to your mailbox, somebody sends it in. Mm-hmm. But this, the crazy thing is in some of these states you had to request it. Nevada, I believe, was the only swing state that was universal mail-in ballots where they just sent them all out. California too. They just sent them all out. And they, and, yeah. and the courts just ruled against Newsom saying he wasn't allowed yep. to do that. Yeah. I just interviewed, uh, uh Kevin Kiley, who's the uh, Republican, uh, lawmaker in California who's really fighting news. It seems like he's getting a lot of momentum and, you know, we'll see what, we'll, we'll see what happens with, with all that. But, um, okay. at least we have someone in California sticking up to him. Here, here, let, let's put one thing to rest. It is obvious seeing how Sidney Powell has mobilized, seeing how Linwood is mobilized, seeing how Brainerd has mobilized, seeing how there's a giant crowdsourcing effort m- underway. None of them were prepared for this beforehand. Yeah. There is no credence to the, any story that Trump has laid some trap and that he was mega prepared and he had all this lined up and was ready to go. Zero. Because <laughs> yeah, the people yes. who are doing the work right now should have been, if there was, should have been contacted before, should have been prepared. Brainerd had a vacation scheduled with his wife and family. He had to cancel it. I was supposed wife, to say this, Jack. His wife was really mad. I know, but you know I'm what? Turn on like, news shout out to Matt I'm, 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 I'm keeping it real. You know, I'm keeping it real. And like, you know, that's, that's, but, that's on brand for me. So, and so like, but that isn't there. That wasn't there. That, no, that, right. that pre-work wasn't there. That's not to say this isn't real, so, but this wasn't a trap. So what you're saying is don't trust the plan. Don't and what you're saying plan. is that they didn't really know in advance. They that's weren't it. I'm sure. turning you know, on you know, I've heard, I've heard too much where I'm like, dude, they think Trump's playing, you know, 12th dimensional chess. <laughs> it's, it's, it's full on string theory for Trump, you know, M theory. No, look, man. They've got their plans. They say they're, they're getting evidence. I say, bring it on. I look forward to seeing it. But I'll tell you this. It's, it, it comes and goes in waves a bit, right? So I, I, they announced the, the Biden wins and I'm like, wow, I guess, is that it? Is that, is no, no one saying anything? I'm like, I guess they're calling it for Biden. But then all of a sudden we start seeing these weird things pop up. Sworn affidavits, whistleblower from the post office. Uh, uh, poll watchers are saying, I can't see anything. 
And it starts to get weird, like, oh, maybe Trump might have something. Now we're seeing that the Supreme Court's not going to take up one of his his uh, one of his claims. Uh, a bunch of other civilian uh, citizen lawsuits got thrown out. And it's hard to know exactly if Trump's going to be able to pull something, you know, pull off this like last ditch Hail Mary. But then you get this story about this this Clark County Commission. I, I have to imagine Trump's lawyers are immediately filing yeah. full speed, like throw the whole thing out. It's 153K votes. But I'll tell you what the craziest thing was when I woke up this morning. It was actually last night. I think I saw the story. But this morning, the story, Donald Trump drops key claim from his lawsuit that 700,000 ballots were compromised by a lack of poll watching. And I went, wow. That, okay, I saw that too. I, I, yeah. I saw this. I said, that's it. That's, that was, that, that's the only way Trump wins Pennsylvania. He's dropping this from his suit. Well, certainly Trump must be done, right? Turns out it was a lie. Like Washington Post just straight up lied. Oh, shit. And Politico they wrote, Politico, me. check out, Politico wrote this story saying Trump drops key claim from lawsuit or, or pulls back. And I'm reading, it's like, now that Trump is no longer going after this claim, he won't be able to flip enough votes to win Pennsylvania. And then I open the lawsuit and I go to the, Rudy Giuliani tweets about it. He says, go read it. It's in there. It's all in there. They didn't take any of it out. Why did Politico, Washington Post, Daily Mail, all of these outlets just publish like the most insanely fake news I've ever seen? Listen, I read fake news. I see it all the time. What they do is framing devices because they mm. want to make sure they can say, oh, well, actually, you look at Covington, right? The Covington kids on the, on the stairs of the Lincoln Memorial, and you've got this video and you say, well, there was a video, so we thought it was correct. That's how they try and get away with it. This story, you could literally just read the, the, the document. And it says there was not meaningful access. 682,000 votes were cast without access. A, so they're calling for PA to, to be, uh, they're calling for injunctive relief to stop the certification process because there is no other meaningful relief. You can't throw the ballots out. What do we do? It was in violation of the, of the election code in Pennsylvania. I wonder. Why did all of these outlets come out and claim Trump gave up? Trump's dropping the key component. That's it. He's got nothing left. It's over. Is it to try and convince people that Trump is not going to pull this off, that Trump is losing? I tell you this, to quote Michael Malice, if they weren't losing, they wouldn't. Let me try it again. If they weren't losing, the propaganda wouldn't be necessary. Exactly. That's what Michael said. Yes. Now, of course, propaganda, they always use it. But I got to tell you, man. This is the freakiest thing to read an art, to read all of these articles from all these different news websites, straight up fake. But dude, 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 the, the tax story, right? Right. It, it says fake $750 paid, but then you read the actual article and even down at the bottom, it's like, oh yeah, Trump actually prepaid paid X, 5. Amount, 6 million X amount of millions of millions of dollars, basically made an interest free <laughs> loan to the federal government. Yep. And at this point didn't have to pay because he had already prepaid. But, but it's listen, in there, but they don't ever talk about but it in the that, headlines. But, but, That's but fake. Listen, right, right. So, so the New York Times puts out this story about Donald Trump's taxes, never verified it. We have no idea if they actually yeah. have any tax documents. Trump says they don't. It says in the beginning, Trump only paid $750. Then, like you said, you go down, it says actually Trump paid one million in 2016 and four point uh, two in 2017 as a, you know, to, as a holdover for potential liabilities. That trick is a framing device. OK, so 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 that's not on the on the level we're seeing I now. See, I, see, I see. What they did was they're like, well, he he, he paid he only well, we meant he paid his bill of 750, <laughs> but he did pay. So they're, they're doing a semantic argument, right? Yeah. With this over Trump's lawsuit, they come out and they were like, hey, everybody, Trump gave up. Trump, Trump gave up. His lawsuit's over. He can't win anymore. Are they, are they news guarded? Yes, all of them. Of course they are. Will they all lose of them. News guard nope, status? Of course not. Why Absolutely not. not. Because, Should they? Yes. 
Dude, this is crazy. Yo, we should build a fact-checking network like you've been talking about, but also a context-checking network. When, you, this right. is, when they show videos, and if it's only like a 17-second, be like, this is not, this is missing yes, context. Yes, yes. But listen. That is so awesome. The bigger question here is, how could this possibly be negligence when all you have to do is click the document from That's Trump, crazy. from his website, right. and scroll down? It took me a minute, and I, and I read, I read uh, Rudy Giuliani tweets, read paragraphs 132 to 150, and I'm like, okay. And I clicked it, and I read it, and I'm like, sounds, oh, wow. like, sounds like they're saying 100, or 682,000 votes were uh, counted without watchers in violation of election code, and thus there's no meaning for relief other than injunction. Makes sense. Then I look at all these articles, and I'm, 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 I'm second-guessing myself. Because I'm thinking, what am I getting wrong here? What, what am I missing on this? How could all of these outlets say this? Was there a technical thing? Like he, with, no. he withdrew a motion for X, nope. but like they're actually taking Y Politico, Politico straight up said, by dropping this, Trump will no longer be able to overturn enough votes to claim Pennsylvania. Got it. I mean, That's I, insane. I, I saw he wasn't even trying to. He was calling for us uh, to free certification, right. an injunction. I saw a headline, our front page, it was either New York Times or Washington Post that says like, Something, 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 despite no evidence of fraud. None. None. Zero. 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 Not caveated, not widespread, not anything. And this is this is why it's impossible to talk to your old friends. This is why it's impossible to go on Facebook and talk to people you knew from high school because they dude, CNN seems legit. Dude, New York Times seems legit. Washington Post seems legit. Tim, you you, we literally have a, a part of the country who looks at Trump. As like literally, literally Hitler. Yes. Like this guy's mm-hmm. literally Hitler. So I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know how where we go forward. With I this feel country. bad for them. I have yeah. empathy. I have Me empathy too. for these people because they've been brainwashed. Just like I said last time on here, they've been beaten over the head. They've been abused. They've been tortured by their own party, and now they're just dancing yeah. like little scared I think, marionettes. Like, I think that, they're winning. Yeah, like that that one the journalist from uh, yeah, yeah from that I one did. journalist from CNN, and she just did like a, her whole monologue on how Trump is basically Hitler, and we're living in oh in, yeah, in, Christian in, Christian yeah, Amenpour. In in Nazi I Germany. remember when I thought she was the most <laughs> like legitimate, authentic. Yeah. You could trust her. No, 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 dude, dude, dude. Life. The prime minister ago. from Israel literally told exactly. her like, "You better issue yes, an apology." You. Yes, listen, they listen. want an apology. You you could trust them for the most part before. But there was always because it was always about if they're in control, then they can make sure you're getting the narrative and it's like you're getting the information is fine. Is that anything outside of their control was worrisome. Now Mm -hmm. they've lost control. That's why I think the the good guys are winning. You know, like uh, Michael Malice was saying this. We did the show with Alex Jones. This is why we know the good guys are winning. That These conversations can happen or a conversation like this because they are they are so desperate. These these political activists. These these authoritarian, you know, anti-speech individuals, they're so desperate. They are putting out stories that are so insanely, Insane. obviously fake. But yes. it's because they what do they do? What do they, people are starting to realize that Trump actually does have legal plans. There may actually be evidence. And I'll tell you this. If they didn't do this story, I'd have thought Trump was going to lose because I've been saying it for a long time. I think Joe Biden is very likely going to be the next, like, and, he's going to be, be the next president. Right, and Tim, that, that but, headline but, got me. But, I, I read right, that on right. Twitter and I was like, fuck. But it's check over, it out. Yeah. Right. But, but listen, the fact that they would say something so brazen says to me, somebody's scared. Like, cause look, yeah. cause look, so the, uh, which I don't understand is that these news outlets, not every single journalist is a political activist, but there are political activists there. I'll give you a good example. Yeah. Politico wrote a story. In I think it was January of 2017 about uh, uh, Ukrainian meddling in the U.S. election and how the Ukrainians were desperate now that Trump had won to like make amends. 
of later on, when this became big news with the impeachment, Politico ran another story claiming there never was Ukrainian interference in the election, which is really strange because they were the ones who reported it. So are you going to retract your they didn't retract. So Politico is simultaneously running a story saying Ukrainians meddled and we're trying to make amends with Trump and Ukrainians never meddled. It's fake news I, I remember. because the person who wrote the, the, the fake news that, that Ukrainian meddling was fake news is the activist. An individual who's got a contract with MSNBC yeah. writing a story that supports the political narrative. So I'm not I'm not saying there's a grand conspiracy where like it's Mockingbird and, you know, and the and the, the, the journalists were hired by the CIA. I'm saying these people get these jobs because they are Democrats. They want Democrats to win. And then they say, I'm a journalist. But the Democrats are always right. But Operation Mockingbird was a real thing in the 70s and before when the CIA would hire and pay journalists to write pro-American propaganda. And for all we know, it's still going on. They said they stopped doing it. Well, if, 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 if I could even add, um, for those who, who remember during these times, let's not forget the New York Times pushed the Iraq war. Then after we find out that it was a quagmire, then the New York Times comes out, oh, well, maybe uh, it wasn't as bad as we thought and there was no yeah. weapons of mass destruction. Like, come on, you're, you had check, editors pushing this thing. Check this out. Pull this up from Politico. Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. Kiev officials are scrambling to make amends with the president-elect after quietly working to boost Clinton from January 11th, 2017. Let's jump forward a couple of years to November 8th, 2019. Ukraine didn't interfere in 2016. Trump officials testified. Okay, perhaps the qualifier there is Trump officials testified. So is Politico now going to retract their article and say we're bad at what we do and we write fake news? They're not. (laughs) No. So either way. These news organizations are garbage. Okay, so the structural element here that is leading us to this conclusion that the cultural war is not going to be over in this election, but yet is going to persist on further, is the fact that we have no national social cohesion. And that comes from the internet and social media. Instead of one voice, Walter Cronkite, telling everybody how to feel every night, what to think, what the story is. One to many, just like your professor to the crowd, like the preacher to the, to the audience, to the flock. Now we've got many speaking to many, creating narratives that fit with all of our different genetic makeup and backgrounds and histories. Why would we all be ready for one narrative? I don't know. Now that there's a million narratives, narratives make you feel good. They make you feel sane. They make you feel like you understand the world. They make you feel like you know who's on your team. That's how we join teams is by having a common shared knowledge, a a common uh, imagined order in their mind. And that's a narrative. And now that so, there's a million narratives, there's going to be a million tribes and there's no cohesion. So what do you Correct. think happens after what, everything we saw with these Trump supporters getting attacked? If Trump does, if, if let's let's say they nullify th- this election, 150,000, uh, 153, maybe they won't do it because what do you do? Do you disenfranchise all these voters? Because I don't know. I really don't but, know. But what the Trump Trump campaign has said in their lawsuit is injunction against certification because of the air, because of the discrepancies, because of the problems only way you can do it so that's state legislation um, imagine if pennsylvania and nevada are now they can't be certified joe biden drops down i think what is that 31 electoral votes trump still needs to find i think six to knock uh, uh joe biden down under 270 that's not one more state mm-hmm. and then what do you think happens if trump does 
It's not about it's not about all of this evidence of voter fraud. That's a lot of the Trump supporters don't don't understand. It, it, there's certainly evidence. There's the sworn affidavits. There's like the weird mathematical anomalies. Um, I think the biggest evidence comes from Matt Brainerd when he found people who changed their addresses but still had voted, or Nashon Garrett who says I did not vote. That was that's like the best evidence we have right. so far. They keep adding qualifiers to it though: substantial voter fraud or widespread voter fraud. If you find a marked bill, okay. If you find if, if there's a guy walking on the street. And he buys a coffee with a marked hundred dollar bill, like it's got blue ink on it. You're gonna be like, "Where'd you get that? We just had a bank robbery. Now someone's trying to spend the money from the robbed bank. It's only one bill out of the how many they stole. You're gonna get detained and asked for question, you know, and, and they're gonna question you and try and find more evidence. And maybe you stumbled upon it, maybe it flew out of a car, but they're gonna want to know why you had it. So if we hear one dude says, "I did not vote." Well, now we got to go and figure out who else maybe didn't vote investigate this. That's the thing. This is an audit. Basically, what we're doing is a forensic audit. We're trying to take we're taking a sample size and then trying to see if, if we need to take more action. You just take a sample, you study it. And if the percentages, you know, say it's enough to, to warrant further action, you take further action. So so that's how it should be. Like they brought up the the concept of two different people who that President Trump said were dead that were not. Yeah. And they were like, "See, this never happens." But that doesn't go the other way. Actually, it's worse than that. If there were two examples of people who said that they didn't vote, but they actually got their ballots mailed in for them, they don't consider that. They don't it's, treat that like an audit. It's actually much worse than that. There mm-hmm. was a uh, uh, Flecka's. Uh, oh yeah. You, know, you guys know Flecka's. He put yeah. out this list of ten thousand people he says are dead. So uh, I think it was USA Today. I can't remember which which organization did a fact check. And they said, we grabbed a sample of 30 or so, you know, around 30 and went through to figure out if these people were actually dead. And what we found was, while well, we couldn't contact every single one. Because they're dead. Maybe. They, <laughs> yeah. well, hold on. Here's yeah. the best part. Here's the best part. They said, we were able to find that some of these people simply had the same name as their parents or their, their birthday was uh, entered wrong. And in one instance, one of the voters was actually dead. So I'm like, wait, 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 you wait po- hold, hold on. If you pull 30 out of 10,000 and find one, okay, divide the 10,000 by 30. Is that how many dead voters actually voted? And then okay. take that 10,000 into this the rest is a, of the election. Exactly. This is when the so, media bros accidentally tell the truth. Yeah, I know. It's well, no, true. It's, it's, it's framing. If you tell me you did a random audit and found one of the thing, one of the, one of the voters actually was really dead. Oh, doesn't that raise yeah. alarm bells? Yeah, like, sure should. Turns out we grabbed a random sample and actually found a dead voter. I read that and I'm like... How how is it that they glossed over that fact? Well, it's because most of the ones we found were actually alive. Okay, right. great. How about you do an audit of the full ten thousand? Yeah. Tell me how many dead voters there are. Well, it's like you That's said. That's crazy. It's like you said in the past. If this happens even one time, this is something that we yeah. have to consider. And they like I, like I said, no. A bank gets robbed, and then you see a dude trying to spend a marked bill. You're gonna be like, hey, buddy, where'd you get that? And then you might actually that you get a warrant. We're gonna search your vehicle because we saw that you a cop walks by, he looks in the car, and he sees the the, the bill. And then, well, you still got to get a warrant for it. But like, let's see, you go to someone's house and they see in the window, there's, you know, a blue ink on a shirt. They're going to be like, that's evidence. It's a sign or indication that something may be true. They then get a warrant, do an investigation, go in the house. And hey, maybe they don't find anything. Maybe the guy just bought blue ink because he wanted to be like David Cross from Rest of Development or something. <laughs> or maybe they go in and find big old bags of cash. This is the craziest thing. They keep saying Trump has found, has, has given no proof of widespread voter fraud. Did Trump deploy like 300,000 federal agents across the country to audit every single election? No, then of course yeah. you're not going to find. That's that's the trick they do. That's the that's the wordplay. Trump has found evidence and even the minor evidence presented like the Nevada poll worker said straight up this weird thing happened where they came out of a Biden van had a box of ballots or something and I said and she went on Laura Ingerman said this. The guy Nation Garrett saying I did not vote. Those are signs or indications that fraud has occurred. Now we have to stop. 
send in the investigators to see if there is widespread voter fraud. It makes you wonder when Trump's legal team got threatened into quitting. You saw this Porter Wright, mm-hmm. I think it's called Porter Wright and Morris LLP, were harassed by the Lincoln Project and then like, abruptly withdrew from their case in Pennsylvania. They were putting out the phone numbers and email address of their lawyers targeting their clients. That's not something honest actors do. If you think you're going to win and Trump, they keep saying Trump's lawsuits are frivolous and a waste of time. What a what a crazy waste of time. Then let them play out. Then why is the press lying about Mm -hmm. them? And why are they attacking, like threatening and harassing the legal teams that are that are filing these suits? And the list. Disgusting. I I think it has to do with the U.S. diplomat that admits to telling commander in chief lies about troop levels in Syria. I think that there's something going on here. Why were they lying to the president about the levels of troops in Syria when he wanted to withdraw? We are not in control. The the, the American people lost control a long time ago. This this was the most infuriating thing. I tell you, man, when I when I read this story, I almost punched a hole in my monitor. Donald Trump wanted to withdraw our troops from Syria. And U.S. officials lied to him and us about how many troops we have in Syria. And then all the Democrats and Republicans were like, Trump, Trump, you can't withdraw all of our troops from Syria. Leave in a certain number. So Trump agreed, Okay, we'll leave in 200. Trump famously then holds a press conference where he's like, they want us to guard the oil. So we're going to keep 200, you know, soldiers there to guard the oil. Turns out there's way more, way more people on the ground. And they lied and the crazy thing is how the left gloats and is laughing about they it. laughed about it. The that American people voted for a president who said, I, I am going to get our troops out of these forever wars. And the American people want that to happen. Yes. So they lied to the president. They lied to us. And I, my mind was, is blown that after, after I saw that, I posted on Facebook to all the people who voted for Joe Biden after everything the Obama administration did, get, getting us into more foreign entanglements, more conflict in North Africa and the Middle East. I hope. The blood of these dead children weighs heavy on your conscience every night you go to sleep because you voted for this. I voted for Obama the first time I learned my lesson. And then I walked away because that was insane. Now we get Donald Trump and he was not good in his first few years. He hired Bolton. I say it all the time. What what a dumb move. But Trump started making good moves on foreign policy. Now what happens? They lie and then they justify it. They laugh. And all of these people on the left, I posted this on Facebook saying when, when I said this really shocking thing, sure. They were like, well, Trump should have known. I'm like, why are you defending the warmongers who blow up kids? Yeah. Trump tried to get them out. They lied. Well, uh, Trump should, he, he, well, I, Trump is bad. So when I was on here last time, we talked about this. We talked about how the Trump administration had uh, fired some people over at Department of Defense and they had installed some of their Trump loyalists over there. And we joked around saying, is this like a head counting exercise? What's going on? I think the headline on that talk was, is there a coup coming? We were joking around about that. So I called my guys. I have some sources in the White House and I talked to them and they told me and they assured me 100% that the entire reason that they have made these personnel changes at Department of Defense is to ensure that the president's orders are faithfully carried out and executed to his desire within the law and with the intent of the people that voted him into office to remedy what is happening in Syria and to try to end the wars and try to get our people out and to do what was ordered from the beginning. But he was thwarted by the deep state. And, you know, it's not a it's not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> the bureaucratic state, the deep state, they have their own agendas. They have their own plans. And they are the ones that are in control. They, The people in the field can lie. They can say the troops are there. They're not yep. there. And so they put people now into these positions to make sure that the president's orders 
are faithfully executed. I wish it would have happened years ago. He's been, he's been friggin', you know, C blocked the whole way. He's been totally stymied and everything, but now he's really trying to make that happen. And if he can do that, that's wonderful. But it's also just an example of how corrupt the deep state is, right. how corrupt the moneyed military interests are, how corrupt our foreign policy is. And Trump, you know, he gets a bad, he gets a bad rap, but this doesn't he? He has shown consistent sympathy for children and consistent, well, in some cases, I suppose, and consistent <laughs> and consistently Look. wanting to end war. If I could just say, it yeah. was just, you know, for me, just kind of sitting back, but it was just disgusting to see um, all the mainstream media and journalists just like laughing about it, almost like if it was an inside joke. And it's just like, yeah, it's, it it's, it's our middle class Americans that we send to those wars to go mm -hmm. fight for you guys. And you guys just could sit back and laugh and make all this money. It's absolutely sick. And it's just sick to see, you know, Joe Biden out here toting, you know, Black Lives Matter. But what about the black kids that you, that you bombed in the Middle East all those years? You know, you, you, you took us two to five, you know, from two to seven wars. And, um, it's just to me, it was, they it was, it, it was, it was disgusting to see that journalist list just put, uh, right. you know, laughing emojis when like, dude, it's our, our American brothers and sisters are over there, man. Think about the amount of money we spend to do all that while everyone's been complaining about what's going on in Flint, Michigan. I bring it up every time. It's the perfect example. Have we, we haven't solved the problem of the, of the water crisis in Flint yet. You've got people laughing about how they lied to the American people to keep troops in Syria. Who wanted to go to Syria? Obama did. Yep. For the Qatar Turkey pipeline, and because we have we have proxy wars over natural natural gas and other resources. Look, I totally get it. These people want to you know make make good money, and it's good for America and everybody. But is it worth destabilizing the entire region, creating space for ISIS? Yep. Okay, we should not have been involved in this. You look at these photos, man, from 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 Syria. These photos from Aleppo. There there are ancient structures. There are thousands of years of of ancient history. But you, more than that. The lives of these families, if you look at these beautiful photos from Aleppo before the war, and then you look at after the war and it's rubble, chaos and death, that's what they wanted. And for what? I'll tell you this. These people think we're going to we're going to get our pipeline through through Syria, through Turkey. We're going to make cheap gas available for the people in Europe. And that sounds an awful lot like what the left would call white supremacy, isn't it? They really? created a, a refugee crisis where people are fleeing on what's called the Eastern Mediterranean route in mm -hmm. boats that are flipping over, capsizing. Kids are dying, washing up on shore. And they say, oh, this problem. And I was there. I, I talked to some of these refugees. I talked to these people. And every, it, it seems like every single time they try and manipulate me to, to, to give them support for these crises, they never want to actually solve them. They want to make them worse. So I tell you this. Is it good for America if we get our natural gas in Europe offset the Russian monopoly? Oh, it'll be great for us. Is it worth all of the dead and displaced and the chaos and the destruction? Absolutely not. But this is this is the, this is what we get when you have a bureaucratic class that runs the government. It doesn't matter who you elect. The, de the, the Democrats and the Republicans, the rhinos and the dinos are just want the keys to the castle. Mm -hmm. You vote for me. I win the contest. Then I sit back and pretend like I'm doing something. Mm -hmm. When Trump said, I want to get our troops out of the Middle East, what happens? You get all of these Democrats, Republicans saying, no, you can't do it. Even Mitch McConnell's like, no, you can't do it. Our allies in the region. Shut up. This is what the American people want. And they voted for Trump for a reason. That's why a lot of the establishment, Tim, on both sides are actually happy with a Joe Biden presidency because then life in Washington goes back to the status quo, you know, back to more wars, big business, yeah. everyone's making the money. The number of The lobbyists. middle class keeps, keeps, getting, keeps getting shrunk. Our manufacturing jobs keep getting shipped to China. Yep. And mm -hmm. our suicide rate and our opioid problems in, in, in middle America keep going up. This country is being extracted. Dylan Radigan yep. said it, I think it was seven years ago. Yeah, 2013. In 2013, you, you see this famous rant? 
where he said it's being extracted through trade, a bunch of yep. other things. But this is, this is what we get. Joe Biden says we're going to increase the corporate tax rate. The Obama administration wanted us in the Trans-Pacific Partnership, a free trade agreement with Pacific countries, most namely China. That means that you put a factory in China, you can send all the goods back to America free of charge so you can use cheap sweat, sweatshop labor with no health insurance, no minimum wage. And the people in China are working like the Foxconn factories in such horrifying conditions. They walk off. They, they put suicide nets up around the building. Yep. That's what Joe Biden and the, and the Obama insane. administration were supporting. It's that China wasn't in the, the first TPP, oddly enough. It was really? 13, yeah, 13 Pacific countries, but China wasn't one of them, although they've reformatted a new Pacific partnership with now Canada and China's in this one. So, so, here, so here's what happens. They're headed for, they're trying you, to get us into that. What do you think happens when you increase the corporate tax rate to what, like 39.6% up from, I think, like 28? Then you say we're going to increase the minimum wage to $15, but. Anything you make overseas can come right back to this country yeah, why free would they of charge. Stay in the US? Every company is going to be like, okay, then we'll go to China. Bye. Like, is that what you want us to do? And they're going to do it. And that means good paying middle class jobs gone. Yep. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. And now we got COVID. Now we got the lockdowns <laughs> coming back. And oh, Fauci, boy. Fauci is saying a year. Quarter three of 2021 until we go back to normal, he says. And w one thing that just not, it's, I don't know why it's not talked about in mainstream media. It's when these manufacturing jobs are shipped. Now we have all these fathers and dads in these communities with no jobs. Mm -hmm. Then they fall into depression. Now we have divorce going up. We have foster care going up, op opioid abuse going up. This is not good for, for our country. We, we need to, we need candidates like, you know, not like more populist working class. There was actually an interesting study by Heather Lung from Washington Post. She put out this report that uh, voters in the Midwest who were uh, more afraid to lose their job to automation voted for Trump. Voters who weren't afraid of automation voted for Biden. I think that says everything about who that says everything about who has the working class measures and, and who doesn't. Did you guys see the video from the World right. Economic Forum about not owning anything? Yep. In the video, it says Western values have been uh, tested to the breaking point. And then it goes on to talk about how we got to do something different, something different. And we will create, they, they say our predictions is that in the future, you won't own anything and you'll be happy. And maybe that's true. If they take away your ability to know, you know, uh, uh, I was talking about this in one of my videos. You guys, you, you guys have seen Stargate, right? Yes. And you've seen Stargate? With MacGyver? Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when they go there, he tries drawing something on the ground and they freak out. Like, no, it's forbidden to write things down. People will be kept very happy in their ignorance. You take away their ability to know how good things can really be. Sure, they'll be happy not owning anything. What was the title of the article? I don't know anything or I don't own anything. I don't have any privacy and life is right. better than I ever expected. Absolutely amazing. Why sounds, would they say that? They're trying to destroy the family so bad. Oh, I'm that's to, for sure. To uh, that's all about uh, blurring boundaries, yeah. right? Yeah, all this is about all this is about indiscriminate connection, no boundaries. Communism. What we need are is strategic disconnection. We need barriers that allow what we want to come and go. This is a theme for the next twenty years, guys. It's not about indiscriminate connections. It's about strategic disconnection Borders. at this point. Now, what I want to know is that the World Economic Forum. The advocates of capitalism, have they been pushing neoliberal trade? Have they been looking to reduce the barriers between capital flows and trade flows and labor flows, et cetera? They're trying to universalize the entire world with Western economic values. And now they're saying that they're flawed somehow. I don't it understand says, that. On the World Economic Forum website, the values that built the West will have been tested to breaking point. We forget the checks and balances that bolster our democracies at our peril writes Kenneth Roth, executive director of Human Rights Watch. 
I so, am offended that they're using the term checks and balances in this instance. Yeah, right. Highly offended. They extracted our wealth with this Federal Reserve fiat, and oh. now they're going to crash us. Yeah. Well, I think they extracted our wealth by free trade agreements, uh, driving up minimum wages, mm-hmm. which incentivizes companies to take advantage of transferring the factories overseas. And then to, to add insult to injury, they crank up the corporate tax rate. So the, so the companies are like, we have no choice. We're going to give up 40% of our revenue unless we move to Mexico or China. Let's go. You know, it's the first time in my life I'm going to agree with the black block protesters. <laughs> Let's go back to the 1999 World Trade Organization, the battle in Seattle. Everybody was arguing free trade with China means a race to the bottom on wages, a race to the yeah. bottom on human rights issues, and a race to the bottom on the environment. And guess what? They weren't wrong. In that regard, they yeah, were not wrong. Those, those people are now the Trump supporters. The, the people that were challenging that are still challenging it. There are certainly a lot of people who were probably at the battle in Seattle who were just there because they were part of the leftists coalition. Definitely. Now I was being a little I facetious. Mean, but look at look at Occupy Wall Street. They were protesting the Obama administration. Now these people voted for Joe Biden. That is Thank insane. You. Thank you. The realignment. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's the sociological ignorance that we've been foisted upon ourselves. They took the cameras out of the war zone. This is a huge problem. In Vietnam, you had cameramen on the ground watching dudes' legs get blown off. No, we have more cameras watching, than ever, dude. Barely, not on the soldiers' not helmets. We, yes, which we, we do. We need yeah. helmet cams, man. We actually, we actually, you can go to Funker and watch people bleeding out. But and it's you can not, watch, for the first time, a video of rebels in Syria shooting guns at a tank, and the tank with a with GoPro mounted firing back. That, well, that happened a few years that's ago. That's awesome. But I and know that more people cameras that I know ever. that were in the first Iraq war that were going door to door and mowing families down didn't have cameras on their shoulders. And, they, and, and the, the atrocities in Vietnam didn't have cameras on them for the most part either. Well, when we put the cameras in, the war stopped. We have more cameras now than ever. But they're not being used properly, man. We no, don't the get issue, to see. The you, issue we is. Had a, our, that drone camera um, that was leaked by WikiLeaks wasn't. That was, that was leaked. We didn't know that our drones were, were taken out. That wasn't a drone. That was an Apache helicopter. It, yeah, exactly. You're right. That Thank was a you. guy who shows to yeah. pull the trigger and, and kill those to kill that Reuters and those journalist. cameras weren't open those are like secret they don't want to show us because it's what we're doing to people and what's happening to the people that are over there is Bro, hideous we we know how bad that is and the bigger problem we face right now is it's never going to stop I th- so long as when trump issues an order on behalf of the american people who voted for him when he said i'm going to end these wars and then they say oh yeah it's it's all good we've we've withdrawn all the troops you're good trump and then he goes, all right, excellent. And then finds out it never really happened. You know what that means? They were just waiting for the moment when Trump was out of office so that Joe Biden could come back in and say, re-up in the Middle East, boys, send them on yep. in. And for reference, this is James Jeffrey, State Department Special Representative for Syria Engagement and Special Envoy to the Global Coalition to Defeat ISIS, is the guy that admitted to the subterfuge in an interview with Defense One. It's Obama's fault. Dude, Susan Rice is coming right back in. She oh literally took us into Libya. Like, this, <laughs> so this, 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 this cabinet should just tell you everything Trump, about Trump where we're going. Trump was not supposed to win, man. Dude, Trump I, was not I, supposed to We're going to right win. back to neoliberalism. I'm, yeah, I'm I am exhausted, and I'm going to speak for the American people for a second. We are all exhausted. This is crazy-making stuff. This is It's not only crazy, but it, it makes you crazy. Yeah, it does. Needing, it needing getting, getting information and feeling like it doesn't sit right or it doesn't make sense, and then you need to like reach out and grasp and try to find reality and try to get your feet down on the ground, try to have some sort of stability. It is 
demoralizing, destabilizing, it's exhausting. Now your kids are at home and they're having trouble at school and Corona and you can't work and you can't go to the football game and you can't go see your grandmother and you can't have freaking Thanksgiving. And you can't have freaking Christmas. They're just beating us over the head with yep. misinformation and lies and distortions and, and just, I mean, look, I'm tired, man. And I fight this every day. I fight to try to find the truth. I go out in the streets to try to witness what's actually happening. We do these investigations. We have these conversations and we have stamina for it, but it's still a grind. The great reset, bro. It's still a grind. It's it's all about. It hurts. It's it's the great reset. And I feel bad for like the average common American citizen who is just but merely a pawn in this whole game floating on this ocean, getting tossed all around. And nobody gives a crap about them. Nobody gives a crap about your kids. No one gives a crap about your kid that was a straight A student all through school. And now all of a sudden is failing tests because virtual school is a bunch of crap and the teachers aren't even doing their job. My kids just figured out the other day. They're like, you know, my teacher lives an hour away so that she can afford a cheap house and she drives into the city to get the fancy urban salary for her for her job and now she doesn't have to do that commute i wonder you know what she's the only one who's winning in all this my kids <laughs> starting to figure this out so when i just i would just like i have sympathy for everyone have you have your kids figured out how to do a screen grab recording so they can turn it on and walk away and pretend like they're in school they have figured out all kinds of stuff my, but, <laughs> but my, my my kids are intrinsically motivated to do as well as they possibly can which is why this virtual school stuff is killing them but just on that last note guys i look at everybody out there and i feel it man it makes me crazy all this makes me crazy it must be making you crazy it's a deliberate destabilization of our minds so that why so we can be controlled so we great can reset just, yeah and then one great resets on their website they talk about what they want to do they said covid is an opportunity to have a reset of global capitalism to benefit the stakeholders it's all about look man i got i got the thing they say they want to that no, no let me just read it we are eating much less meat in the future Farewell hospital. Hello, home spittle. Look, this sounds a lot like what they're actually doing. U.S. dominance is over. We have a handful of global powers. There is a global price on carbon. This is from the World Economic Forum. Eight predictions for the world in 2030. What what is happening right now with the covid lockdowns? It's it fits perfectly into their plans for the Great Reset. They literally say Justin Trudeau said it. Yeah. It, it's, it's not some conspiracy there. They said, well, COVID happened. Now's our opportunity to do all these policies we wanted to do. They talk about how and this and, and to be fair, it is true that since the lockdowns, the earth has been healing. Sure. In has. terms of like environmental pollution is, subs, is, subs, uh, you know, is going away. And that's that's a great thing. But I have to wonder if these people really want to bring about a better future. Why is it that instead of encouraging people around the world to t- to participate in something cool and exciting, they just trick people, lie to them, beat them down, degrade them, insult them, cause conflict and strife. I think about the moon landing, how that brought a nation together about this grand mission to go to the moon. I look at what Elon Musk is doing and how people are inspired by this. But you know what I hear from leftists about Elon Musk? He's wasting all that money sending that car into space. He could be feeding kids or giving them health care and stuff like that. And it's like, dude, if you want to make the world better. If you want to clean the environment, if you want space technology, you have to create a culture by propping up people who succeed, showing kids, look how awesome this guy is mm-hmm. who built a rocket ship to, to Mars. You want to be like him. Did you Instead, see what, uh, oh. they, they beat us down, they lock us down, and they tell us to shut up. That is not about creating a better world. Well, Elon, that is about controlling everything. Yesterday, you see what Elon did yesterday? What did they sent their first rocket to the space station. Yes, yeah, so it was cool. cool. And they're coming back, and they're going to keep doing it. This is the first so one. So think, think about who who is made famous by these companies, by these algorithms, for the most part. It's reality TV. Yeah. It's 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 video games. 
It's just mindless. It's not they're not they're they're not actively trying to encourage people to strive to better humanity. They're purposefully just dumping masturbatory pleasures in people's faces and then coming out and saying, now we have to lock everything down. I, I hate saying they so much. I really do. Are we talking about Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum? I'm talking about rich, rich right. corporate like, gl- elites, like it's multi-billion, uh, multi-billion and, dollar uh, and, corporations. Right. It, it may not even be important who exactly government the officials, person is. Democrats. Like, like cutting off some the head of the snake doesn't make the problem stop. Because the problem is systemic. It's a financial, like we live in this it's capitalistic the world, economic world. forum. There yeah, you go. And yeah. it's a money thing. It's like, a, it's like a pyramid money scheme where the people, you can never have enough because the people at the bottom owe interest think, back to the people that loaned it to them in the first place. Yeah. Yes. Think about the tremendous transfer of wealth that is the global lock, the, 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 the lockdowns. This is the greatest transfer of wealth in American history. Like, you can't, exactly. you can't pre, run your own business. And, and Tim, pre COVID, the American middle class was already getting crushed. You know, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what's right. going to happen. Whether it's intentional or not, this is some kind of regular people are going to lose access to their ownership. They're, they won't own their buildings anymore. Their business is gone. They can't pay the mortgage. Gone. People are losing yeah. their property and the things they own and the things they love. And it's creating a crisis, but rich people are getting richer and oh, richer. Oh, this is a great time to They're be Jeff Bezos. They're controlling more and oh, more and sure. more, yeah. or just a shareholder. So ultimately, what ends up happening is regular working class people are being cut out of ownership. They're being pushed down into a permanent underclass, and then they're also creating a permanent upper class with no mobility between. Okay, so when you, all right, when you're like the president and we have to go to war, it's really hard to. You have to make decisions that you know where people are going to die, but you know that it's for the best interest for both everybody and for the world and for the country. We're there for like a good cause war, right? Right. Um, and so these people have to train themselves to stop thinking about people as individuals and they start thinking about them as pieces on a board. And so when you get to a certain level of detachment, and you and I'm not making excuses. I'm just describing what happens. These people, World Economic Forum, Davos people, they they're not. They don't care about an individual. They just literally do not. It, it sounds thinking, like all of DC, Jack. I know, it but really they, does, they're, yeah. they're, they're thinking, they're thinking about big, so, big, so, large groups of numbers and long spans of time. And, and they talk about creative destruction, right? Like that's a fundamental tenet of free market capitalism is creative, just creative destruction. And what does that mean? That means people get sick and die and lose their jobs and their families get busted up and their towns go to hell and the factories rust out and there's misery and death and drug addiction. That's, creative destruction okay so like that's a different type of person a different type of thinking they don't care about people they're thinking big theories and big long-term projects and it just doesn't matter to us because we don't care about 300 years from now and whatever organization you want we care about your my family and my kids and am i going to eat and why is my uncle overdosing on a, on heroin in the car with his kids in the back seat so, so i think i think that they would probably call this triage because they think they are calling this an emergency. Yeah. They would call that triage because it takes a few eggs that you have to break to make an omelet. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter to them if it's you or your parents or your grandparents. But it just becomes a game. And they're just right. rubbing it, it in at this point. Exactly. Gavin Newsom locked mm-hmm. down California back in March. All these businesses going out. Just last week, get, gets caught going to a dinner party enjoying yep. his nice they don't Napa Valley wine while everyone goes out of business. Mm-hmm. Same thing for Nancy Pelosi. Held us nice special dinner in Washington in D.C. with all the Dem reps and GOP leaders, this but is, you can't. But you can't do that in California. You can't. But Nancy, hey, but Nancy Pelosi can't because she knows what's best. This important. is like it's almost like you ever see Kingsman. 
Mm-hmm. Is that movie Kingsman? Mm-hmm. Movie's great. great. Movie. Samuel uh, Jackson plays his villain who says the earth is overpopulated. Global warming is basically a fever. And if we don't stop the, the spread, then the earth's going to have a fever that kills out humans. So he decides time to call all, you know, all of he tries to basically create a program to kill all of the uh, all the poor people. And then he gives special access to all of his friends and all the wealthy elites and global leadership. So they're safe from his program, which makes them go nuts. So interesting. Yeah, that's the bad guy. That's, that's probably Jeff guy. Bezos, man. I mean, I don't know about Bezos. <laughs> no, we but, know if he was going but, it's, but, it's, yeah. but listen, it's more than that. Bezos started a company. He owns all these shares. But there's a lot of people who own tons of stocks that will ride. Like if if, if you buy Amazon big box store stock, you're going to be okay. But stock is mostly held by the wealthy, not by regular working class and poor people. Who's got disposable income to be like, I'm going to put in 50 grand. That is that Amazon. is largely true. But also most unionized workers, teachers, unions, etc. Their pensions are dependent on right. the value of the equities in the stock market. Anybody that has a professional job that's W-2 usually has a 401k. They have an IRA of some kind. Lots of Americans own stock. Yes, Lots but, of Americans. But think about what happens with another year-long lockdown of sorts. True. There's no income to buy if, your stocks with. Exactly. Well, it's not just that. It's that are what all the pension funds going to be like? We better buy nothing but Amazon, and right. then we end up in like in like that movie Idiocracy, where Costco is just this massive right. multi square mile building, <laughs> the only store. That. We're gonna have just Amazon. It's gonna be called the Amazon. It's yeah. gonna be like I'm gonna get some music. Let's go to the Amazon. I'm gonna go see a movie. Let's go to the Amazon. It's gonna be it. That's it. It's got what plants need. It's got <laughs> what plants need, man. If, um, <laughs> if these people are trying to, I don't know if they're trying to kill the poor people. I don't know if that's the right way to no, phrase no, no, no. it. I don't think so. But I don't think it's they, they see it as way. inevitable and they're trying to mitigate the damage. I wonder if they're sedating, if there's like an attempt at sedating the population so as it dwindles, it won't flip out. And that's no, in no, the no, food no. supply. No, absolutely not. The riots. The, the, the DAs from all, the, all these Democrat DAs just cut the riders loose. Yeah. They're not trying to have anyone sedated. I don't think they're involved. I'm talking about like Davos, these people in the economic forum that are like planning this grand, this grand reset the of the population. Yeah. Of, of global capitalism, they they're, say. They're trying to bypass like a riot. They don't want us to, to flip out on them. So they're trying to I keep, disagree. keep us sed- I don't. They're not trying to like, if they're trying to suppress us or confuse, they're definitely trying to confuse us and, and keep us ignorant. I don't, I don't, I, I, look, I don't, I, I think they're telling us outright, look, they're, they're not hiding they're anything doing. from anybody. They're saying straight up on their website, the Great Reset. This is an urgent need for global stakeholders to cooperate in simultaneously managing the direct consequences of the COVID-19 crisis to improve the state of the world. The World Economic Forum is starting the Great Reset Initiative. It's not a secret. The, 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 they're, they're probably, uh, polit- politicians, groups that are like, it's a good idea. We definitely should. Otherwise, the planet is destroyed. And so what you really have is people like Gavin Newsom, who is just a wealthy elite who says rules for thee, but not for me. That's the way it always goes. Mm -hmm. They can have parties. They can go out to eat. You get locked down because you're the rabble. So that's like a a, a, like like the SS, like or a a group of people that have been basically been bought out to do like the guard duty and while the rest of the people suffer. If you want to take this conversation to the next conspiracy level, the tinfoil hat level, I, yes. I recommend watching this BBC, uh, miniseries called Utopia. And the, <laughs> and the basic gist of this, this miniseries is that it was like six episodes. Uh, you gotta watch. It's fantastic. Is that there was a, a virus spread into the world and then they, 
you, the trick is, is it's the vaccine to the virus that sterilizes everybody. Dun, dun, dun. And so then the end of, it's the end of humanity, except for this one particular race that the geneticist, oh, spoiler alert, sorry, but it's really, really great. It's great for this time period. Great it's music, graphic, uh, novel. It's very cool. It's all very cyberpunk. Jack, are you saying I'm being tinfoil hatty right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Just a, little. a little bit. There's tinfoil hats all over the it's studio true, right now. They literally are. So let's, let's put it this way. Donald Trump will certainly stop a lockdown or for the most part, there won't be a national lockdown under Trump. He'll show up our borders. He'll bring back our manufacturing. He'll do a lot of the stuff. There's this 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 Clark County thing about the ballots is is really interesting. I'm I'm wondering if Trump really can, you know, find his path. Will he really expose something? I tell you, when I see when I see these people, there are people on the right hit me up and they're like showing me all these lists of all these crazy trust the plan kind of things. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, man. I just don't buy it. I don't think there's going to be some magic, you know, Hail Mary pass is going to score the touchdown for Trump and he's going to come back. I mean, what do you guys think? No, I'm, I'm in the same boat, Tim. I, I really don't see it at this point. I mean, maybe, but I no, don't the see evidence it. speaks real, just... to the opposite. The evidence speaks to the contrary. Sidney Powell was not mobilized. Matt Brainerd was not mobilized. The best and brightest minds for data analysis, election fraud analysis, legal analysis and litigation were not mobilized prior to this event. They admitted as much. They had vacations planned. They were sitting around with their families and they have stepped up to action as a civic mind citizen mind you they have just volunteered their time and energy there is no evidence i'm sorry anybody q just please unfollow me now <laughs> I, I had I, I went through a i went through a whole like q trolling night one night i, had, oh, no. I think i remember that came home drunk one night <laughs> and just was like being really nasty to q followers and stuff just get out of here get off of my timeline there's no coordinated plan if there were then these key people would have been activated prior they wouldn't be telling me stories about how they cried when they told their wives that they couldn't go on this vacation that they had promised them for four years no don't you understand jack that's all part, part of, of the subterfuge. Art, art of war mm. you need your opponents to uh. think you're 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 off balance that's right but then strike that's right there's always Obviously. some excuse as to how right. trump secretly is going to pull it off yeah no, yeah. I think Trump wasn't supposed to win. No. And he ended up winning because Hillary Clinton was awful. And Trump spoke to a lot of people who were, were. We launched him. We launched him. This is the other thing I want to talk about. It, the network. It was the MAGA network that launched Trump into office. It wasn't that Trump was the most amazing politician or this or that or the other thing. He was there to ride the wave. We picked him. We looked at 17 people and we said, we want you. You're the guy we're going to launch. The network launched Trump into the White House. And guess what? The network still exists. So the network is going to persist. And I believe that the MAGA network is actually stronger now than it was even just six months ago. And they are going to continue to push. And there's going to be candidates in 2022. And there's going to be candidates in 2024. And we're going to be, if need be, the hardcore opposition that the country depends on in the I, next I, couple of I, years and, and, for sure. And I agree with you, Jack. I think what Donald Trump did is he came in and he broke the Republican Party and mm -hmm. said, we are now going populist. Either you're um, America first, um, worker class friendly policies, or you're getting voted and see, out. And, yeah. and, and I really think any old GOP candidates your time is very limited because i think that MAGA crowd is going to be voting out people and putting populist candidates in we, we were seeing the same thing in a democratic party but the establishment is better blocking off like the bernies and the, and the and the yangs but i really do think that the republican party we're not going to see it be this old gop i mean uh you know trump since uh, i believe like 1961 the most non-white um 
uh, voter support for for a Republican candidate. Yes. Uh, I think in like Texas, he flipped like five Hispanic communities into Republican uh, uh, counties. We saw it in Florida, essentially the Latino vote carried uh, uh, Trump to, to the win. So I really think that, that the Republican Party is going to ship, really shift to this American first populist movement. And, and we're going to keep seeing it. Yeah. The, the, the analysis, the, 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 tr- the voter shift analysis that you see in those election maps, it shows the arrows if the county moved like blue or red. It is astounding when you look at the Texas border counties. Right. Yeah. They have like arrows that start on their map and like go all the way into like Arkansas because they're so big <laughs> that so many people shifted to the right. You see that in Southern Florida and Dade and I think it's in Dade County. You see a ton of that as yep. well. That's huge. That's that, that, that makes me so happy. It's unifying. It's, it's, it's like transracial. It doesn't matter. But to your point, I still think that Trump was an insurgent within the, the GOP. Trump battled the GOP throughout his entire time in the presidency. And, and, and I'm afraid that without a guy like Trump there, that the GOP is just mm-hmm. going to like <laughs> collapse back on itself and just disregard everything that this happened the last four years and try to just press on with the, you know, the corporatist uniparty BS that they've been doing for, well, for decades. L- let me ask you the challenging philosophical question. Yes, sir. I'm ready for that. If we carry on, let's assume that if humans just carry on as we do this consumerist culture expansion would we eventually just destroy ourselves consume our resources burn out no no because we have the interests of self-preservation you would figure it out you would figure out how to not burn yourself alive or how to extinct yourself we've shown that to be the case all along through every transition in human history well, so we've got reports of the Pacific garbage, trash gyres, all the garbage in the oceans. We've got ocean acidification, dead zones forming, climate change. Is that stuff really happening? Who I mean, knows? Do you trust any of that information anymore? This is the, the framing. Now. The framing. Oh, there's a dead zone in the ocean. Well, guess what? There's a, remember the ozone hole? Yeah. Remember the hole in the ozone layer? They didn't tell you. They're like, the hole in the ozone is massive. Nobody told you that it had been there. <laughs> what is it getting any bigger? Is it? No. What's going on with it now? There's, there's like a natural state of the ozone hole over like one of the poles or something. It's just a natural condition. But they were like, oh, look at this giant hole in the ozone layer. We're all going to die. The framing. Dead, right. dead zone in the ocean. How do we know there haven't been dead zones in the ocean for a billion years? There's a Regarding the, a few the, the, of the, the ocean problems, there's Boyan Slat. Have you guys followed his work? He's out there in the Pacific Ocean. Um, he's built this giant rope that is basically catching the Pacific garbage patch because it spirals. So instead of going out and trying to get it, you just let it spiral to you. And then he collects the plastic and he'll bring it back to shore. Regarding oil spills, you can take magnets and drop iron oxide dust into the oil. Then you dip the magnet in and the oil will magnetize to your stick and you can withdraw the oil that way. You can also do something called iron fertilization, where you drop iron oxide into the ocean and it blooms plankton, which is becomes fish food. So in, in answer to your question, yeah, there are fusion this, this, power. This, this is why I don't trust initi- initiatives like the Great Reset. Because like I said, if they really want, first of all, humans solve problems. You identify a problem, we try and figure out how to solve it. We always have. Indeed. More importantly, we could be building a culture around this. We could be doing like... Take whatever popular culture is, and then you make the dude who's cleaning up the oil, the high-profile celebrity. You give an algorithmic boost to those who do civic good. And then all of a sudden, you got a dude who's, like, dancing to that, you know, poppy TikTok song, and he's showing – like, look at the trash cleanup memes yeah. where everybody wanted to do their video where they cleaned up all the garbage. That's the kind of thing. I saw Scott Pressler at the march. Oh, nice. Hung out with him for 10 minutes. Very cool. But they're, 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 they're not building a culture around this stuff. They're not. They're talking we about, are. you know – locking people down instead of 
changing and and just encouraging people to do better and making it fun, exciting, and making it lucrative or making it respectable. When you push a 12-year-old girl out on the stage to tell everybody to be very afraid and they lecture her at you and they point their finger and wag their fingers and say, we're all going to die, that's counterproductive. And I, we just tune that crap out. Right. It's the opposite. Yeah. I, d- I don't think they want to encourage us. I think they that's want what us I'm gone. That's what I'm they saying. They want, yeah. I think well, gone. And, these are, and, and when we say they, we're talking about the World Economic Forum people right. and Justin Trudeau, who also mentioned he wanted, you know, we're going to have right. a, a reset. That was the creepiest video, so dude. He was just speaking all slowly and calmly and just matter of factly, like he kind of cared about you, <laughs> but really didn't. Like, <laughs> Definitely just, not. The yeah. great reset is coming. It'll be okay. Just take your pill and no, go to sleep. Like they live, yeah. man. I had a, you ever see that movie, They Live? No. Yeah, Rowdy wow, Roddy Piper. On. Yeah. Ro- well, I've seen him. Check per- it out. I've seen him in a steel cage match live, against dude, Adrian love. Adonis oh, he's in, the, in the late 80s. <laughs> Roddy, dude, Roddy. WWF, they, thank you. They Live is when Rowdy Roddy Piper finds sunglasses and he puts them on and he can see all the aliens. Oh, beautiful. And then like the so billboards cool. say like, buy more. Obey. The money says, this is your God. Like. Oh. And then he like he he tries to get some guy to wear the glasses, and the guy's like, "Get away from me!" So he wrestles him, Edgy. and like they beat, yeah, it's he like beats a twenty minute fight scene for- where they punch each other, and then he awesome. forces because he's Roddy Roddy Piper, man. He forces <laughs> the glasses on the dude, and the dude's like, he sees it and goes like, "Oh my god!" And then he sees the uh, uh, the alien stop and look, and they're like, "They can see us!" And it's like, ah, and they were like humans, we're in league with them. But I'm 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 saying it's it's almost like. You have these ultra wealthy elites. Here's the way I put it. I, I have I know people who like like to go to the Bilderberg meetings where they're like, oh, these rich people are getting together. And I'm like, it's simple, dude. Birds of a feather flock together. All these rich, wealthy elites, they run these big companies. They hang out with each other. They're going to share ideas. It's just like how the journalists do the same thing. Birds of a feather flock together. The only problem is when people who are unaccountable and extremely powerful start talking about what they're going to do. It, I wouldn't call it a conspiracy. I would call it an emergent phenomenon yes. of wealthy individuals who are just going to do things that don't help you, but hurt you, but help them. Right. So the rich people, they get together and hang out and they just brainstorm. What should we do with all of our money? Where should we go? What? No, I mean, it's just a normal thing to do. But I don't even think it's like that. I think it's probably like a guy goes, oh, so uh, I'm going to buy Bitcoin. Really? You're going to buy Bitcoin? Yeah, I was hearing about that. Oh, I, I should build a Bitcoin thing. Next thing you know, these rich companies, like these companies are like, we're launching PayPal Bitcoin and stuff like that. Yeah. Birds so, of a feather flock together. I was just made me think of like mainstream journalists. Where would they flock together? And I'm like, oh, alcoholics in a bar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and like coordinating through Adderall dealers. You're not wrong, That's though. Because right. I, I, when, I, when I worked in New York at, at these companies, they'd go out to the bar and then it would be like me, a handful of people from Vice meeting with a handful of people, people from Huffington Post and BuzzFeed, all this big table, just like everyone's talking about it. Yeah. They're, they're sharing all their stories, their ideas. They all agree on the same things. And they all go to their, their outlets and they all write the same stuff. Without fact-checking it because they heard it from some guy. <laughs> so I guess the question then is, it sounds like we all agree Trump is on the outs. Yeah, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Well, it's not looking good. Let's say that no. for sure. I, don't, I have no idea what's going to happen. The question that I always need to have answered in all these things is like, I, I, we need a lawyer. Like, I need a legal opinion. What level of fraud constitutes, you know, not certifying? What level of fraud would make it uh, historically reasonable to use a, to the state legislatures to slate electors in the electoral college? What level of fraud means we have to redo the whole thing? I, I don't know the question answers to these questions, and so we're just speculating a lot. But you know, I mean, at first glance, it does appear it's a long let's, road. Let's for say Trump uh, to at this point. Let's say Tim and Jack, you know, whatever, you know, Trump loses it. 
what where do you think Trump now goes with this whole media thing, this Fox News, Newsmax? Do you think he's he 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 does that Trump TV and just takes out uh, Fox News? Does he buy Newsmax? I mean, what what might buy Newsmax? What do you think is going to happen to that like Fox News Trump media? Where, where do we go now? I don't know, but rumor is CNN's going up for sale. I I heard get, yeah the great reset because AT and T is burning money and they're desperate and CNN is worthless, especially considering <laughs> yeah. their golden goose is going away. Can I put my two cents in then? Since Trump is leaving, he I think what's what'll happen if he doesn't win this reelection is that he will build his own newsroom and he'll become an influencer on politics without being president, which to me seems fantastic. You have none of the stress of being president, but you have all of the influence of being yeah. like this strong, powerful voice. And this is not original; it's something Scott Adams has talked about. But I think that he might be right. I, I mean, think that so, Trump would really uh, love it. I mean, so, do, 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 do you think, Tim, that just Trump just takes a sledgehammer at Fox News and just makes <laughs> he breaks them? I, don't know. He I think Newsmax is already doing that. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, riots either way, then, huh? Doesn't matter. Yeah. All, all the way down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> riots all the way down. Regarding, turtles. Turtles regarding that, turtles. it's something I wanted to ask you guys, Jorge and Jack, since you guys are like experts. I would say it's uh, news experts. framing the news framing like. The argument that um, Tim and I were having about Andy No is it wasn't really a personal thing, but it was the way that the news was being described. I would go to his Twitter and I'd see just like 15 second clips of violence, violence, violence. And then at the top of his feed is PayPal me. And I'm like, okay, so he's like flashing violent images to get you to click to make a living. And that is an effective way to make a living. But I think it's terrorizing the population and is it splitting though, or, us up, or is it is it is it showing us what's really happening when no one else will? Maybe both. But I was at the march and I didn't see any violence the entire day. Well, I, I mean, I was at the march too, and I did. So, but, but know, when you, I go to his page, it I looks heard like you it was were all hanging violent. out at the Willard for like two hours, three, uh, three hours. Exactly. Uh, well, look, Ian. I mean, I don't know if this helps, <laughs> but like if you went through my timeline, you would see right in the beginning, you know, the the yep, Trump same, people, same. you know, marching, having having a good time. Then then you saw the violence. But I do think. Like for me, this is how I, I felt was that after I documented the guy getting stomped out and the family get attacked, like for me, I was like, I need a break because I don't know how much more I could just show my audience. At the same time, like I want to show you guys what's going on and the reality and stuff. But at the same time, I don't know if you ever felt this uh, doing your work, Tim, in the past, but like I don't want to be an anchor in the division either. Like I want to show you guys the facts. Like this is what's, go- what's going on, but I don't, I don't want to be a part of like this whole division thing either. It's just like it's just a tough. Uh, nothing you can do, man. There's nothing you can do. So if I you, think if you come out and say yeah. Antifa punched a you know some old lady, they're going to be like, stop reporting that. Whose side are you on? Let, let me explain. Let's share a little personal side of this. I, I showed the very first clip. I tweeted it out. I was like, holy crap, look at this! When the dude gets punched from behind, then someone sent me, uh, someone DM me what they called the full version. Which is my point. My okay, point, yeah. so I tweeted that. No, 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 no. This was an intermediate one. So I tweeted that, and I was like, look, this changes the whole story. It's not just a guy got sucker punched. Now, I left it purposely vague on purpose so that people could could check it out and, and read what they want to read into it. And then I got your clip. And so I like I have all three in a thread. And I just highlight it. It's like, look, you know, it just the framing, your your interpretation, all this matters in what narrative comes out of it. And for me, my goal is just to provide the clearest picture I can, whether or not it makes the Trump supporter look good or, or or whomever looks bad, whatever. And, you know, I lose followers over it. I don't care. I mean, my brand is just being on, on point and trying to tell the truth. So but I was a victim, quote unquote, of that myself because you only get availability. 
right? right? Like, oh, I only got this one clip. Well, this clearly shows something. I'm going to, I'm going to tweet it and report on it. Then you get another one. You're like, okay, well, that's kind of contradictory. Well, for me, at least the choice was easy. I just posted it right after my first tweet, even though if it made, made the first one look bad. And then I got a third version and I just put it right there in the same thread. And I just let people make up their minds on their own. So I think that there's an effective way to do it. But I totally feel what you're, what you're saying about like, how much do I want to show people? How much do you even want to be around there? When I was out on the streets in the end of May and there was like the arson and the, and the huge vandalism, property destruction and bricks getting thrown at the cops and flashbangs going off and gas everywhere. That was intense too. And I had to get out of there. I didn't want to go back. It was, I mean, I've not been in war. I never served. I have no idea what it's like. But to me, that was the closest I had ever been. Dude, flashbangs going off five feet from your head, your eyes burning from from gas, buildings on fire, people beating each other up in the streets, bricks being thrown at cops. Like, it was pretty, crazy. It was crazy, dude. It was so crazy. So here, here's the issue. Andy No is highlighting things he thinks are important. And then people get mad that he's not highlighting the things they think are important. Yeah. They accuse him of lying or propagandizing because he said, whoa, look at this one important thing. And they're like, show the full video. You're a propagandist. And if Andy actually showed the full, what was it probably like 10 or 15 minutes? Yeah, I mean, even, you'd if, see, even, like, if, even these if you show guys, the like, full video, it's still not okay with that that guy did. For sure, for sure. Right. But like Andy's perspective yeah. was probably like, wow, this guy was defending them. I got sucker punched. I better show people he got sucker punched. And then they're like, but you're not showing the full context. And the reality is the leftists were falsely framing what really happened. Yeah. This guy was trying to defend people who were being attacked and probably, you know, kicking somebody in the head. I was overboard. Uh, I get so frustrated. Nobody's perfect. I, fo- I follow Black Lives Matter on my Twitter and then I see them tweet out like, all of our guys were just sitting here peacefully until these MAGA guys showed up. And I'm yep. like, dude, it's such a lie. They literally attack people with kids. Yeah, we they, have it on they, they are just sitting there waiting. Do you ever feel like they get like egged on by someone being there with a camera? What do you mean? Like, no, they, they, they when, don't when want you to When you pick film. up the camera, that's when they decide to swing. No. Because Kalen, uh, a few days ago, was saying he will, he'll be recording the cops like, hey, 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 get this. And the cop will like run into a wall and be or in a uh, light post. Like, did you get it? He's like, yeah, not th- a, thanks not for a giving cop. me. He's talking about professors. Was, he said there was a cop that did what? that. Um, so like, people obviously will play for the camera. No, Do you ever no, get no, that no, vibe? No, 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 they attack cameras. They, well, yeah. from Always. whatever, whoever it was that he said, someone was playing for his camera to give him some footage. Maybe Do some random feel dude like, joking around. Do you ever feel like it eggs people on? I mean, for for me, from what I've got, uh, no. no. I mean, these people were gonna do what yes. they were gonna do. Uh, regardless, if anything, the camera they don't is want an enemy film. opposition. Yeah, yeah. They, they would attack. That's what me. the umbrellas are for. That's but, why the umbrellas but that's just my experience. block you out. Yeah, that's that's just my. When the cameras come out, they stop because now you're filming evidence of them committing crimes. So the so then what happens is. If they're doing something illegal and they see you filming, they'll attack you. Yeah. And they'll say, why are you filming us? Whose side are you on? And if you say, I'm just filming, they'll say, mm-hmm. you're the enemy. And then they'll start beating you there, up. I, I do agree. I think you guys are definitely probably more right. But I do see like street fights. You ever watch street fight videos on YouTube? When people pull like, out the I'm, cameras, I'm, I'm, that's I'm, when they really go I'm, at I'm it. sure people, you know, play to the camera. I mean, just from, from my experience, I just never really got that. Nah. There's so many cameras yeah. around anyway. Yeah. Like one more camera out doesn't doesn't change anything really. So many people recording. So many people. I gotta tell you, I'm not feeling super good right now. I'm just thinking about all the lies and the misinformation and the things I can see. M- remember when I was telling the story about how I went to the Richmond two- second A uh, uh, rally back in like February or January or something earlier this year, and it was totally peaceful and super. I was there. It, it, it was, was in great. January. And Richmond, then the, yep. yeah, and then the very next day, it's just like oh, all these guys with guns and hor- I'm doing Alex Jones now. All these guys <laughs> with guns and just like this violent thing, and it's just, you just see this. I saw it with my own two eyes. You're you're totally lying over here. 
here. Just repeat that a thousand million times all throughout the country. And then now it's this point where people are just getting kids and senior citizens and families are getting harassed and beaten up and knocked out cold in the street. And yet CNN's not talking about it. New York Times not talking about it. Washington Post not talking about it. Washington Post talking about the crime. So clinically, they're just like, there was a stabbing. <laughs> we need a context plugin where you get it on your browser and then it'll overlay onto video internet videos and tell you if it's that's so hard to do, man. I know, but that there's would too be too many outlets. There's too because many because when I see the Andy No video of the six second guy getting punched, he already knew it was out of context, but he didn't say it in that. Post. Andy did. Yeah, well, he no. it, he posted no. it after he had posted the longer version. Andy posted a clip because he thought it was important. He, he posted and then when people got mad, he three he, hours after he had posted the two and a half minute one. Yes, and he, you're he and, cli- and and he, so he posted so, the short one. So what? Which is fine. He, so he knew it was in context, but it didn't. No, say he eventually it knew. Yeah, he didn't say in he, the in the, his post for of the six second uh, knockout that it was out of. Con- I didn't know he didn't post it. And there was no plug-in no, 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 no. to dude, explain dude, dude, to me dude, that dude. that was out of context. I didn't what? find out till later. Everything is out of context always. Andy No was highlighting no. a video. He was highlighting a video. He said, wow, look at this guy got sucker punched. That was it. I know. But it was you, out you, of context. And that was why I got emotionally charged by it. No, it was out of it wasn't out of context. It yes. was perfectly in context. No, it was just a, a guy running up and hitting a guy. I, yep. And then I, later I saw the two minute. Ver- and the context was saw, leftists were brutally beating Trump supporters. I didn't even read anything. I just watched it. and I was like, yep. whoa, uh, Trump I, supporter went to a rally, got brutally beaten. The context was there. The leftists falsely framed it. This guy intervened when they were harassing a family with kids and they they chased these these guys down the street I'm, and were, were hitting them. I'm telling you, no one had framed. I just saw a clip of a video that was out of context. It, it, what, what, what was the context? It was a dude ran up and no, no, punched no, no. What's this the guy. Full, what's the full context? The full context was I loaded up Twitter. No, and the full context retweeted. of the incident. You don't know what oh, context it, means, the do first, you? I saw two and a half minutes is the full context, which isn't no, even full. Not. It's yeah. not the full context. No, Tim, I, uh, I, was, I remember when I was writing my book, Democrats are Deplorable. Check it out. <laughs> I remember <laughs> thinking like, to myself. I, every time I would start to explain something, I'd be like, no, wait, I got to back up a minute. Right. And then I would try to write that and I'd be like, no, I got to back up even further. And then I would joke and I'm like, here's how my book starts. There was the big bang. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's like the only <laughs> way to like give proper context because everything is just selected. Andy, it's, right. it's, a, it's a window. It's a snapshot or even it's a continuous thing, but it's still limited. The full context was that a family went to a police line and said, can we go through? And the cop said, no. They then said, but there's a mob of angry people. And the cops said, too bad. I'm paraphrasing. So when they tried leaving, they got violently attacked. And this was a, this was a family and they had kids. Eventually, after walking for like eight minutes being attacked, they turned a corner and a guy came in to defend them. He got sucker punched. And he said, wow, this guy got sucker punched. The full context was leftists were attacking and brutalizing Trump supporters, and this guy got sucker punched. Showing you the clip of the guy getting sucker punched is not out of context. So let it's me, just a short snippet I'll, I'll of a grand event that happened throughout the whole day. Right. And even that event, we don't even know how context like those people that were trying to get through the police line might have been aggravating people earlier in the day and we don't know about no, it. No, dude, there's full video saying, of everything. That's of them totally walk, not they're true. walking up to the police line and no one is around them. They walk up and say, can we, are, 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 we're, we're trying to get that way. And the cops say, no. The mob then comes up. So sure, if you want to make up that you think this family that's walked up to a police line trying to get to the I hotel. I don't know the context. Was, was, was earlier in the day taunt, like it's ridiculous. We dude. just need something that will tell people that aren't thinking critically if it's a, a cut of a video is coming from a bigger video out of context. We Ian, need that. Ian, here's what we need to do. Everyone who reads the news need to go into it with the understanding that the video that they're watching comes from a longer video. And they need to go and they need to independently find the longer video and watch before and after. They need to watch the whole thing. In fact, 
better, they need to be there in person. They need to talk to people who are there in person. They need to read from 16 different sources from all different sides of the spectrum. That's how people should read the news, but they don't. That, okay. They never will. This is such a great example. Two things. One, if we're going to play this game, let's talk about bigger context. The bigger context is the Democratic Party has been gaslighting its own people with lies for the last four right. years, and they have whipped these people into a frenzy and told them and convinced them that if they beat up white people, they're going to save America. Right. That's even more context. You can just keep going back and back. Or or you can say a bunch of peaceful Trump supporters are having a peaceful rally to wave little American flags. And the left showed up to their event and started randomly attacking some aggro Trump supporters. For sure. Sure. Yeah, because they now let's go back in time to when when they went to Berkeley to have a free speech rally because speakers got canceled. And then Antifa showed up, tore down the barricades and started throwing explosives at old people. I think, Lydia, I think you said a really smart thing that we should be looking for greater context in the videos we see. Okay, here's. Course, Here's something yeah. I got to say. Here's something I got to say. What we're describing right now is called sense making. Okay. Right. We have to develop your sense making skill. We call it in the liminal order. We call it it's sense making. We call it intentional understanding. You are deliberately setting out to understand what happened. That means research. It means open mind. It means not being hungry or angry or lonely or tired when you're doing it because you're emotionally unsound. It means not being physically weak or or obese or or just t- you know, wasted when you're doing it because you have to be secure. You have to have physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual integrity. These things, this is a life skill you must learn in the 21st century in 2020 amidst our information war where the whole information space is totally polluted and people are trying to confuse you and they're trying to manipulate you and they're using windows of frame and context and whatever to change your mind and to make you do things that you might not want to do. Take control of your life. Sense make intentional understanding. It's a holistic experience and you have to do it is as essential skill of anything else that we learn today in this world. We should uh, go to super chats. Yeah, we got to go to super chats. Unless you wanted to get something. I, I just had a quick two cents. So I think this is probably the most important thing I've discovered when I was growing up. The most important thing I discovered as I was becoming an adult was sense making. Yes. How do I make sense of the world around me? What are the most important things? What's a, a, an intentional, uh, intentionally opposing, like causing danger to me right now? What do I need to focus on? What do I need to make sense of? Exactly. But yeah, we'll go to super chats. I think you're we right. We need to make sense huge. of super chats Thank right you. now. Correct. So yes, we're going to do that now. If you have not already, more smash, context than the super right. chats. Yeah, right. Smash the like button. <laughs> Give us a good old like. It really does help the channel. And we're going to read what y'all have to say. So let's see. We've got a good one. Damien says, God bless America and Americans praying Thank for God. truth and peace for you. Appreciate it. Thanks. The 11th hour says CNN is going up for sale. Rumors of Trump starting a news company. Imagine every airport with Trump's face and the CNN cast realizing they're in contract to Trump. Best timeline. <laughs> oh, snap. That would be great. That would be amazing. That would be great TV. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Pinking says Clark County NV just threw out one sixth of the votes cast. Check out Trump's Twitter. So we did talk about that. Yeah. Kyle Canuck says, Tim, how much have you looked into the Great Reset? It's truly terrifying, involving everything from behavioral sciences to massive tax hikes for bolstering inclusive growth. Someone needs to do a deep dive into this. That's a good point. Yes. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Alpha says, sucker punched. In Australia, we call them a coward punch. The only people who attack like that are cowards. Indeed. Oh, yeah. I like that, Australia. Yeah, I appreciate that. Let's see. St. Grizz, uh, uh, Grizz says, "Hey Tim, could you please bring in challenging leftist guests like Philip DeFranco and Legal Eagle? I want to see how the debate will go with Jack Murphy. Um, I mean, if they would want to come on the show, I don't know. Phil's probably way He's too not busy. Super lefty. Is he a lefty? Is he? I didn't mm. think so. Anytime. Well, yeah, that'd be great. Lone Wolf says, "Genuine question: 
I have friends, family on both sides, and the problem I'm seeing is both left and right people are so biased they actively refuse to consider points from either side. Recommendations. Tell them to watch this show. That's there right. you go. I guess. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, Jack Murphy. Only, only we are the right ones. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> else is wrong. We're playing. Yeah. I don't know, man. Here. Well, you know, Tim, you joke, but like we are right in the in the sense that we're undergoing a process to understand the truth. And that sets us apart. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Jack. Curtis Reynolds says, know what you're describing. Not war, not unrest, not war weary. Revelation, evil, demonic forces at work. Perhaps. So apparently we've got a video coming out from Project Veritas right now. A lot of people have super chatted that uh, Veritas has got videos of people not doing their job properly in, oh in the Georgia recount. That'll be interesting. Oh, I'll check that out later. Yeah. For sure. Oh, this one. Selectively this super chat from Naomi got retracted, unfortunately. No. Oh, it, we need context. Bring it back. There's nothing there. Wow. Nothing Why? there. That's my word now, bro. Context. context we need context. Thing. Yeah, man. Slaba Booze, the casual gamer, says, I think I read that the owner of Newsmax donated a million to the Clinton Foundation. I heard that, too. Really? Uh, yeah, I heard that, too. Weird. Uh-oh. Weird situation. Mike Sisk says, Tim, the maiden name fraud is true. My sister had a ballot with her marriage name sent to her home. Uh, her home. And her maiden name ballot sent to my house where she lived by, uh, by she got married. When she got married? Huh. Where mm. she got married? And I'm in New Jersey, mass mail ballots. Interesting. Mm. Someone said, uh, DJ Strickland, I moved out of Arizona 12 years ago and someone requested a ballot in my name. I reported it to the Trump war room. Interesting. Yeah, man. Yep. Report it to Matt Brainerd. Heck yeah. yeah Matt Brainerd. Rocket Boo says, I saw your last video. Welcome to the right, my friend. Well, it's always been right. So the, the, uh, the uh, transparency tube considers me right wing because it's anti my channels are anti-woke and i'm like i don't even know if that's a fair assessment either i don't know ben shapiro called me heterodox because i don't really fit into yeah, any of like these that. these bubbles what does that, that mean that? yeah that's so, cool heterodox so it means not ideological. maybe maybe you're you're politically homeless tim he is Absolutely. for sure yeah he said that many times but like uh when it comes like I've, I've done segments on how i think diversity in movies is good you can't, I said, you can't just expect every movie to always be some like 30 year old white, you know, you know, dude as the action hero. So I think it's cool that Marvel is going to do, you know, uh, Shang-Chi or whatever the movie's called or whatever. But the problem is the ham fisted and authoritarian practice, how they use wokeness and how that's not real diversity. They're just trying to like convince you they're doing the right thing, but really they just want power. So it's like, it's like a weird thing that doesn't fit neatly into any box, I suppose. And the funny thing is, too, I'm like, my, my political policies are like center left. Doesn't matter, though. You you're you're a progressive with the skateboard. Sounds to me like you're Antifa, bro. He really does. I know, yeah, someone yeah. someone super chatted asked me if I was Antifa. <laughs> that skateboard. Like, skateboard. You, know, you, know what it was, though? you know what it was, though? I'll tell you what. I, I took uh, the, the, the way they determine whether or not you're like left, right or whatever is they said, go to so, uh, sides with or whatever. It's like this website where you oh, answer yeah. a bunch of questions. And it said that. I'm most likely uh, like the closest party to me is the Libertarian Party, and I'm like makes sense. I think a lot of Americans probably Definitely. would would fall that in the category. Leave Me Alone Party. Yeah, yes, exactly. Let me, me. Like, just like let me do my thing. I guess. Do yeah. you support fascism? Do I support fascism? <laughs> just straight up. No. <laughs> then you're anti-fascist. There, there you, you go. go. Boom. Done. Boom. Nailed Boom. it. Pool is Antifa confirmed. That's right. I mean, they said it. It's their qualification. Here we go. I will. I will proudly say that I am anti-fascist. If I if I could put Antifa in my pro, I'm, I'll take it. One hundred percent. And it's there. Hey, they're the ones who, who who made. I'm sure they would not be happy about it. <laughs> Tim Pool is not. No way. He's a fascist. Hey, hey, hey. I say it right now. I hereby, and I've said it in the past, oppose, denounce, reject, and would actively seek to stop fascism. 
Whoa. There Holler. Ditto. Uh, <laughs> same, honestly. We're all Antifa. Oh, snap. Let's all, let's all go up to the, the, the latest meeting and see if how that, how that goes. <laughs> yeah, let's hey, do it. Hello, hello, fellow <laughs> Antifers. <laughs> Antifers. Got a feeling, also got a feeling I might be the, uh, the only Latino in the meeting. Yeah, you might be. You really might be. <laughs> I'd say Citizen King says, the important thing is moral choice. Evil has to exist along with good in order, in order, that, uh, in order that moral choice may operate. Life is sustained. By the grinding opposition of moral entities. Anthony Burgess. Interesting. So he's saying, I'm never going to feel good. <laughs> That's so. what he's saying. <laughs> Spork, Spork, embrace the struggle. Spork Witch says, USAF vet here. Re Syria, not others. I oppose invading Iraq. The rebels asked for help and we didn't go in. It was when we refused to step in that it, uh, that, I don't know, did that someone did. It's, I don't know. And offered them weapons. Oh, ISIS. Did and offered them weapons. Oh, yeah. Training personnel not going into Syria made room for ISIS, and then it was too late. Mm. Yes, uh, I'll take your word for it for sure, but I've also read a bit about it. It's also the fact that the U.S. has long wanted to assist in the destabilization of Syria. And in 2009, it was reported in The Guardian that the U.S. actually had plans for a ground operation to dismantle their government because they rejected our proposal to build the Qatar-Turkey pipeline through their country in favor of Russia building their own version of it. So it's convenient that the country then destabilized with these mass protests and the U.S. was on the opposition side, which then gave rise to ISIS. The U.S. wanted the country to fall apart. They got their wish. And then ISIS. Let's see. That's heavy. Shab says, Tim Lydia would be amazing to see Robert Barnes and Viva Frey on your show. And we are absolutely open for that. Yes. I think Viva the, is from Canada. That's yeah, the issue. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm. Otherwise, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, it'd be super fun. Barnes is good. Yeah. Kyle Hopkins says, the people Jack were describing are utilitarians. EA also fall into this category. They care not about the individual people or country, but rather the human race. These beliefs are the foundation of, of the reset and of a globalistic society. And the Borg, actually. The ne uh, And Spock. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And that's, I don't think you can just be specifically uh, deontological or utilitarian because there's different circumstances that require different, you know, I guess sometimes you might say if the, if the only outcome is going to be death, for instance, if we're looking at economic destruction, which results in mass suicide and death, or we're looking at COVID death, well, then we're going to have to be utilitarian on this one. Who, who, you know, if, if. The cure is worse than the disease, then we're going to have to choose no lockdowns. If the disease was substantially worse, then we have to choose the economic strife. What the what he just said, it, the thing is that there's a conflict inside all of us. I am perfectly willing to put my needs behind the needs of my family, even the needs of my community. Going out into the street and reporting in Antifa and confronting them, that's about putting the needs of the nation ahead of mine. And I'm happy to make that personal decision. But- I don't want my government making that decision for me. It should be a personal decision. Right, exactly. Yeah. I love uh, is Taleb, I think you said uh, I'm a communist at home, right? And then right. like a, you know, and then like oh, a, a communist at home, a socialist with your family and uh, yeah, yeah. Like and then a libertarian uh, yeah. in government, right? That's the way it should be. Black Veil says, Tim, I respect you. And I think I'm a pretty average person, but I'm scared and tired of the whole thing. Yeah. I don't want my head in the sand, but I really don't want to be metaphorically crucified. I'm scared that if I choose or participate, I'll be on the wrong side. Advice. Don't participate. Damn. Well, actually, it's you, on yourself. You, no, I'll give, you, I'll, I'll give you advice. I will. What happens when they show up to your house? 
They shut they, they shut up to people's houses who aren't doing anything wrong. Yeah. In in Milwaukee, they set fire to someone's home because someone said that there were kids missing and the house had the kids in it. It can happen. If you don't stand up for your fundamental rights, you will lose them. And then you will find yourself being locked in your home with no food and no one to help you. And you'll say, if only I stood up when I had the chance. So speak up now or forever hold your peace. But that starts with taking care of yourself first. Physical fitness, mental stability, emotional and spiritual stability. Work on that. Start there. Saving the world starts in the squat rack. Psilocybin (laughs) also just got legalized in D.C. I hear and crying's okay. Wow. And, wow. and and you say yeah. what? And crying, crying is, a- is crying is okay. It's a nice detox. Yeah, catharsis. Jesse Stigler says, "Does Jack Murphy really do golden shower videos? What? What, what is that? on earth? What yeah. a great question. No idea. I don't think so. Thank, thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's appreciated. Me, me and Trump. Yeah, no. Oh, I get it. They don't yeah. exist. The Trump, the Trump tape, huh? Yeah, it may or may not exist. Proud American says, it's crazy how the left has propagandized importance on American politics to millennials. In my 20s, importance was placed on building my career and my family. Priorities are out of whack these days. I would uh, I would think so, yeah. Darkling Dawn says, what is your opinion on Trump's drone strike record? Um, my understanding is that he is not good on it at all. Mm-hmm. That he actually upped it and made it really, really, uh, uh, made it a whole lot worse. But then once he got rid of Bolton, my understanding, I could be wrong, is that it's he started to improve. He didn't get us into any, any new wars. So, look, I'll tell you this. He fired, what, 59 Tomahawk missiles in Syria? That was a huge mistake. At like an airport or something. It was dumb. So I think at the very end, I'm looking at these peace agreements. I'm looking at withdrawing our, our, our troops. And I'm like, good. Because the U.S. has never justified these things. Uh, they, they tried. There were no weapons of mass destruction. It was all BS. Do you remember after the 59 or whatever Tomahawk missiles, all, everybody on CNN was like, Oh, yeah. Trump just became president. (laughs) (laughs) Was is Trump now acting presidential? Right. The only way you can be presidential is when you drop bombs from space. Yeah. Interesting to know. (laughs) That's exactly not space. You know what I mean? From orbit. Yeah. (laughs) He was was like a different person after that, too. He was looked so somber. Like he had all those deaths on his head. It wasn't that many deaths, according to the thing. The news, you know, who know? He, He felt it. Yeah. That changed him. Spartan Chuckle says Trump is distantly related to Heinz founder. Huh. Okay. okay. I don't know who this is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. TX Horse Rescue says Schwab wrote Great Reset years ago. H1N1 was supposed to be the pandemic that kicked off the Great Reset. Whoopsie. Is that true? I don't know if that's true. Look that up. But I know that the Great Reset initiative, like their plans for, has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's like you, people think, you know, when you talk about this stuff as a conspiracy, I'm like, it's on it's on their website. Yeah. I actually was I went to, I went to Davos a few years ago. It was so boring and dumb, but it was like all of these super wealthy global elites, man. It was like the epitome of stereotypical elite being in Davos. There was a crazy blizzard, so like the snow was like 5 feet. It was nuts. And then I was like, this is dumb, and I left. I didn't want to be there. Klaus, Klaus Schwab is in his 80s, so I, wow. I would be shocked to find out that he just now started thinking about yeah, this. I don't right, think right. So, yeah. They're saying uh, Bitcoin's going to hit, what, 390K up by like next year. 5% by today. By next year. That was, uh, J- I think it was Chase or JP Morgan or whatever, like both banks issued these huge projections that Bitcoin's going to skyrocket. Dude, are they just going to blow up the US dollar? Are they? Why did trying. they make those projections, Tim? Because they want to pump just, the dump. Yeah, because they right. just loaded up a massive position. Right. So they buy a whole bunch of Bitcoin and then say, now it's going to get really big. Uh-huh. And it's true because we bought it. And, but so is it going to get big? No, uh, I think that's true. That, that a lot of people say that. But I also think if we're going to be locked down for another year, it's not that Bitcoin's going to go up. It's that the dollar is going to go down. Yeah, right. And the Bitcoin yeah. will go up as a result because it's relative to the U.S. dollar. 
Yep. That's how they measure it. So Bitcoin, I would imagine, is going to go up and uh, I'll probably end up buying a bit. Dude, if they're saying it's going to be 300000 by next year, that means the U.S. dollar is going to tank. Uh, or if they're please, locking please down. don't believe this stuff. Or that means you don't, that you don't, Bitcoin is going to Well, dude, I, I, I lived through the financial crash. Dude, I lived through the mortgage-backed securities industry. I lived through pump and dump from every investment bank saying, buy these mortgage-backed securities. I'm not, they're 100% full fail-proof. No problem. You're going to be fine. And at the same time, they're selling them because they're scamming everybody. But I'm, I'm not concerned about the price of Bitcoin. I'm concerned about the effect of the uh, the economy on Oh, no, sure. No, I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking to my be, friend be Ian, sure who's, to, who's like, they say it's going to go to 390 it's time to buy i would say jack divest out of the u.s dollar i do think it's time to buy don't I, don't sit all your money has in the that US been, has that correlation shown been proven between gold bitcoin and the dollar do bitcoin and gold move in tandem against the dollar i don't think so they um, don't no right so that no, kind of throws gold that theory doesn't, out. but no, bitcoin doesn't. i think but listen does. listen listen yeah, I, does, I i actually. i posted on this i know this guy yeah bitcoin gets more valuable the 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 less valuable the dollar is. You just get more dollars. There's not there's not a hard correlation because Bitcoin has been fluctuating rapidly in crazy in, in a crazy way. But I, but anyway, somebody posted something about how like the government should just pay everyone to stay home because of lockdown and it's like oh surprise. And I said it's really funny that you guys just like announced you defeated fascism by voting out Trump, but now you're like yay government forced lockdowns. They'll uh, lock us in our house. Like, and he's making a comment about like just. The, if, if the government should pay us money so we can stay in our houses and there's so much wrong. And I was like, bro, if everyone stays in their homes, who's going to make the stuff you would buy with those dollars? I think there's that, not going to be anything to buy. It, like the, the, the value of the dollar is predicated upon being able to do things with it. So I think the dollar is going to go down. Why? Because there's not going to be anything you can do with it. If the Bitcoin Velocity will, will be going down, that's if, what happens. if a Bitcoin's worth a hundred dollars and then the dollar depreciates by 10%, Bitcoin will be worth $110. So it's a direct correlation. That's sure, why it's that, been constantly but, but, going up is because the dollar is inflating. It's, no. The, yeah, the, Bitcoin's the debt's been, gone bi- up by Bitcoin, like $6 trillion. Bitcoin has gone up and down in, in many different ways. But There's been always pump and dump up. It's always gone up. It hasn't no, always gone up. Yeah. It's, it's not even at its highest point what? it's ever been. Well, what was the highest? 20,000. Yeah, 20 something. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it, it dropped way it, down. It, it, it went from like 20 to 3. Yeah, I remember all, all of them did. I don't even, I don't even know about Bitcoin. Bitcoin. That. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> there was rampant speculation. People went nuts. And then, dude, these stories People were crazy. Nuts. Some dude, there was like an interview with a guy who said he mortgaged his home to buy Bitcoin when it was at 20K and then it dropped to 3. He was like, what have I done? Oh, <laughs> it's like, dude, talk about not a smart thing to do. But I will, I will say this. Bitcoin's been relatively stable at its current price. It's up a bit right now. It was at like 13.9 a week, like two weeks ago. So it's gone up quite a bit. I'm willing to bet Bitcoin's going to go way up. I don't think $400,000. That would be nuts. But I do think they're saying, what, what did Biden say? Dark winter. Prepare for the dark winter. It's coming. The, their, his, his, his Osterholm, his guy, said six-week national lockdown. Remember when they said 15 days to slow the spread? Uh-huh. What do you think a six-week lockdown nationwide really means? Six months. The, six years. The U.S. debt's know. at twenty-seven trillion something, and they just pumped like six trillion in. They're going to have to do another big pump of another three I think, trillion to, I think to they handle this. Have to. I'm not. I'm not here down. to give anyone advice, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy Bitcoin. Yeah, dude. I'm not going to go crazy. Just I'm, don't I'm not sit on up. U.S. dollar only. Divest your funds yeah, into other forms like, of currency. What person can do that? Ruples, bitcoins, whatever, <laughs> gold. You know, commodities like magic cards Rubles? just divest out of the U.S. Rubles? dollar. Yeah, other foreign currencies You're if Russian you want to divest, <laughs> but just divest your hey, 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 divest hey, hey, your hold funds. On. 
Is it is is forex is like people do that right foreign exchange yeah, like you yeah, can forex people yeah well sure. I tell you what with Joe, Joe, with Joe Biden coming in it sounds like a great opportunity to buy some some yuan you know just load up on that Chinese currency huh. you know what I mean good idea I'm not being serious why it's not wasn't financial I thinking advice. about this I'm joking <laughs> we need a disclaimer know. now yeah but uh, I am worried about the U.S. economy man I'm terrified so, man. I'm terrified it's the highest man. the debt's ever been. Yeah, and, 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 I mean, in, in my in my home state of California, we were we were the first state to do a statewide lockdown, and we've been you know locked down since March. We're already, you know, going into that ninth month. I mean, and then California's Jeez. already the cost of living is already crazy. Um, California's a state that says that they're you know they have democratic values. Some of the people that are are most suffering from all this are like the the immigrants that. They they can't get st- stimulus checks. Some of these people are small business owners, and nothing's coming in. Absolutely nothing. It's just it's it's I don't know. It's it's honestly heartbreaking just to keep uh, thinking about it. But it's I mean it's it's the current situation. I was going to tell Alex uh, about defaulting on the debt to the Federal Reserve and see what he thought about that. I didn't get a chance. What do you guys think about that and repurposing oh. the debt? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, all all, all I can say this is like even even last month when I was in North Carolina uh, covering a a Trump rally, you know, speaking, interviewing voters. And I I asked one this one guy about his thoughts on the Hunter Biden laptop. And immediately he says, look, man, to to keep it real with you, everyone that I know are small business owners. And so I so am I. We are all losing our business and we have no food on the table. We do not care what's on that laptop. We need a stimulus check. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and I think if Trump would have got the stimulus check through, he would have won. Me too. Yeah. That's where I keep. Massively. Yeah. Maybe I mean, Americans he, needed he, that he, stimulus well, if check. They do, if they do a recount and these numbers keep coming back, I mean, maybe Trump will end up winning. You know, we'll see. I think mm-hmm. I said default on the debt. I mean, default on the interest to the Federal Reserve. Uh, maybe not all the debt at once. Maybe that'll be what they want because it'll cause a massive collapse of the global economy and they can have their great reset. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, drive up the debt to a ridiculous number and then just say, no one gets paid back. Of course, that's what they're going to do. Debt Jubilee no happened other, all through history. Yep. Jet Jubilee, just like just canceling it. Yeah. Yep. Happened, happened many times. Happened yeah. in the Bible all the time. I don't know what's going to happen, man, but I tell you this, it feels like we're in the calm before the storm because we're... N- this is the calm? This is the calm. This is yeah. when you have a chance Sorry. to load up this on the boat. This is the calm, dude. Yeah. Because listen, right now, you've got Trump supporters saying Trump won. Stop the steal. Ah, yes, that and there's been no certification. And I'm watching, you know, I, I watched Newsmax for the first time today, and they were basically just talking like Trump won. We know it. It's, it that's definitive. You turn on any other mainstream news outlet and they're like, Biden won. It's definitive. Even Fox News. Yeah, even Fox. So like people right now, they're chilling because we haven't had certification. But I wonder what happens when they say we certify the electoral votes for name a president. I think, <laughs> I mean, I feel like all hell is going to break loose. The thing is, the right is now rising up and... They're not going to be taken to the streets, I think, the way, you know, they, they, they came out. I mean, right, Jack? I mean, it was just thousands and thousands of people there. So to me, it was just like, Beautiful thing. I just don't see how the, how these people, you just put Biden as president. They're just going to be like, all right, he's president. We're just going to go back to our regular. I, I, I don't I don't see it. I mean, what, I mean, they, what do you think, they, Jack? Yeah. They, well, what I'm worrying about is people that, that trust the plan, the cute people, that they're going to have like some sort of mental mental event. <laughs> mental event yeah right i mean they're they're mentally and emotionally invested in they're this, charged, in this yeah. story and if it doesn't yeah. pan out and deal. they've been trusting the plan every yep. step of the way no matter how many times it's been bad for trump there's going to be rage around that yeah there's gonna yep. be rage yeah so you never you, and i think we saw you just like don't a, know yeah just we saw know. like a slight preview of that on saturday with families getting attacked older couples getting attacked people well, that's just the left, eating, eating outdoors the people, people. right 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 but uh, what i'm saying is just that 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 constant 
a clash between between these these two groups. I mean, I I think we're heading into some uh, unprecedented t- territories. I, like I, I said before, I feel like we're in like Bolivia 2019 right now. Mm. Man, so what what does that end up becoming then? If that is the case, should we uh, should we buy our gold? Buy yes. our silver, hide your kids, yeah. hide your wife. Ian, hide your kids. Ian, what should I do? Yeah. Buy copper. <laughs> buy I'm buying copper. copper. I'm going with Ian's advice. I'm buying copper. Buy copper. You know, I bought some copper wire just because we're going to build stuff with it. I yeah. guess we're going to make like lasers or something. I bought silver. So, like, I think you should buy Bitcoin. <laughs> I think buy Bitcoin. When no, it goes no, up. no, no. You can't give financial advice. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing what? that. You not, literally no, not. can't legally give financial advice. Oh, to Jorge? <laughs> you just asked me what he should do. Yeah. All right. Um, I think spread out your do- spread out your money to different commodities, including Bitcoin, any kind of crypto that you like. Investigate what the cryptos are because a lot of them are different and work with different. Stock up on food and water always. Everyone should do that anyway. Ammo and um, ammunition. Things if they can get any gold um, commodities that you like. You know, Tim and I invest in magic cards. That's a fun trading card game. <laughs> wow, well, that's because I like playing the game. I'm not what confident magic cards will survive a civil war. <laughs> I have a little bit of stock um, on the stock market. Could you imagine? Wait, wait. Can want. you imagine? It's like post-apocalyptic world, and there's a dude, and he's got like really grimy, nasty water in a bucket. And he's like, "What for sale?" And Ian walks up, and he's like, "Yo, I got an original alpha lightning bolt." And the guy goes, "Whoa, why didn't you say so?" Yeah, <laughs> grab a glass. <laughs> I don't know it up. I don't see it. I don't know. <laughs> I think <laughs> you'll be all right if you divest your your finances. Buy some food. You want it's it's you got, here's the way you got to think about it. What what do you have that's valuable? I tell you what. The first thing I would do, the first thing I did a long time ago, is download a survival guide to your phone. Download the submit. You can download the entirety of Wikipedia onto your phone, like every article. Screenshot it as of right now. Wikipedia is far from perfect, but there's a lot of really great stuff you might find in there. Let's say you're in the middle of the woods and you see like this weird looking mushroom and you're like, I'm hungry, man. Can I eat that? that. And then you take, you look it up. You can get an app that identifies mushrooms. You know, you might never find yourself in the woods, but we hear stories about like some lady went for a walk, got lost in the woods. If she had a survival guide, might have helped her out. Something simple you can do. And you should buy a first aid kit. That's like obvious. Everybody's house should have one of those. Water too. Sometimes it rains, you know, and you get flooded and you can't go out and go to the store. So we just got some rain barrels. Yeah. We have some rain, a rain barrel system set up. It's yeah, legal it's really in this cool. state. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I wish it was legal everywhere. I hear some states it's not legal and it's very Well, strange. it depends on where you are there mm-hmm. because uh, uh, if people keep just collecting water, then there's no more water going back into like the, you know, natural water base or whatever. And then there's like rules about your backyard. So if you're in like a dense suburban area that you can't collect water because it's like, you know, I don't know, cause problems for the so locals. Weird. Yeah. Yes. Disease. It might harbor disease. <laughs> Jack, you look all excited. <laughs> no, I got nothing. I'm like, yeah, that's okay, weird. Okay, okay, weird. okay. I got nothing on rain barrels. All right. <laughs> Friends, if you haven't already, smash that yes, like please. button and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at TimCast. Check out my other YouTube channels, youtube.com slash TimCast and youtube.com slash TimCast News. And you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna shamelessly self-promote. Do it. Uh, I have a music video. It's called Will of the People. It's badass. And it's awesome. It's, it's so good. It's so amazing. Everybody just said they loved it. But here's what we're going to do. People are telling we're me. Gonna, we're going to, when we end the show, I'll play the song for you guys just because it's like the easiest way to promote it. So uh, that's how we'll sign off with the Will of the People music Heck video. Yeah. But it's going to, it's it's on, It's uh, it's it, you can you search for it on YouTube. You'll see it. And it's really cool. It's about the cycle of revolution. It's I we we did this really awesome video about basically what's going on with people who think they should change the world, and then they end up becoming. Well, I, I don't want to give away too much. You should watch it if you haven't already. No spoilers. It's yeah, but, but but you should watch it. It's really good. It's about like a lot of what's going on right now. So it's called Will of the People. We'll play it in just a minute. But uh, before we go, you want to? I'm Jack up? Murphy. Go to my YouTube page. Hit subscribe. Remind notifications. All those things. And Jack Murphy Live on Twitter, please. I also wrote a book. It's called Democrats are Deplorable. It's pretty good. The definitive guide on why people voted for Trump. That's yeah. exactly right. But also, uh, describing why 
2020 is not the end. It really does lay out sort of a decades long cool ver, uh, viewpoint of the conflict ahead of us. And uh, Jack usually comes on every other Wednesday. That's right. But because Jack and Jorge were both on the ground at this crazy event, I was like, you guys got to come and we got to talk about this stuff. But uh, yeah, Jorge, you want to mention your, your channel? Yeah. Your, so Jorge Ventura, uh, field report, field reporter with the Daily Caller. Uh, Twitter would be Ventura Report. Then my Instagram is Jorge Ventura TV. Uh, we do all the ground coverage all over the, the United States. So I feel like uh, everyone would like the coverage that they get. And uh, I don't got a book yet like Jack. So maybe next time, <laughs> next time I'll, I might have that book to plug in. <laughs> right yeah, on. We'll get there. Awesome, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm Ian Crossland. Yeah. You can follow me all over. I'm going to be um, streaming and experimenting with Streamlabs in the near future. So I'll be streaming to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch all at the same time. You can follow me at Ian Crossland at all those things. And at Minds, which I am a co-founder of, holler back to free software mm-hmm. and the future of humanity right on. at Ian Crossland. Follow me on Twitter and I'll let you know when I go live. Cool. Nice. And of course, our Petulids. So our Petulids, L-Y-D-S. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. We'll be back tomorrow live at 8 p.m. Smash the like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and stick around. What, I'm going to play this song and force you to listen to it. Shameless <laughs> self-promotion. Later, everybody.